Esta es la versión Eres de Nación Eli 2,0. Soy Dani y este es el episodio número 201. That's right, guys. Our Sealy Nation's gone international. Sí. <laughs> That's how we do it now. We're gonna we're gonna start speaking Spanish more often. I like this thing, dude. <laughs> we, okay, hey, wait a minute. We can't be like, you know, uh, What's the term? Segregatory? Is that a, is that a word? <laughs> is that a word? Are you making up words? Segregatory. We huh? need different languages is I think what you're trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, no, We'll do right. another Does one. Does that mean like, we get to do Irish? Oh, you guys. I do not understand what you're saying. So here we are, episode 201, and uh, got a little uh, Latin flavor in beginning of this episode it's how we roll on occasion mm-hmm. sometimes yep nick oh, likes yeah. irish guys instead see <laughs> see <laughs> so what do you guys think irish. uh well first of all the guys are here nick justin jesse say hi guys Hola. hi guys oh, what's up we're not gonna get nick to quit tonight Hola. i can just sense it so what'd you think last week's episode the big 200 huh muy bueno oh boy. me gusta Oh, oh yeah, this is this is how it's gonna go. <laughs> hold on, hold gonna on, go hold well, on. is it? <laughs> I got a nine. Das Scheitzen. Oh jeez. <laughs> so Justin, can, can, can... <laughs> <laughs> wait, I was trying to figure out something to actually uh, add to Nick's accent. <laughs> Do it. Do your geriatric accent. We like that one. Oh my god. Are you actually gonna say something or what? What are you doing? Hold on. Oh, jeez. Oh, he's summoning oh, the uh, Google Translate gods yeah. right now. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Oh, see, dude, I chose Irish, Nick, and it doesn't do it in the accent. It just, it does it in the native tongue. I was going to do the overturned <laughs> semi on the on-ramp. That's not, that's, that's not Irish, dude. Oh, that's, that's Scottish. That's Canadian. You have to know how to flow from yeah. one language do it. to another. Do it, do it. Seamless? No, seamlessly. You can't do it. The overturn semi in French, dude. We've established that fact. That's right. You have to feel it. It's an internal decision. It's just gotta happen naturally. So what the hell? What's been going on, guys? Anything exciting happen the last couple weeks? I mean, we didn't really talk about uh, the week prior, but did you guys do anything cool? Uh, (laughs) what did I do? What did we do? Define Um, cool. Let's see here. Uh, drink water. Cold? Eh. Yeah. That's cool. That is cool. That's nah. Cool. How about helis? Did you guys do anything with helis? I, wow. You know what? I'm going to start here, Dan. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> wow. Honestly. Okay. I haven't flown since Snohomish. Oh? Yeah. 
Uh, no fly. What's going on? You giving up on my the dick? It's getting too hard for you. Uh, no, it's just that it's been super, super freaking busy at work. Yeah. And we kind of have a fun fly yeah. this week, don't we? Yeah. So yeah. no fly for Justin. Let's move on then. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting. Uh, that was all the hell he written. No, dude. Yeah. I've been working a lot on getting the fun fly up and running. You know, we've been doing a lot of ba- uh, behind the scenes stuff. Getting things ready with uh, all the different sponsors, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Making sure we've got the last minute stuff figured out. We now can officially say, what do we have? We've got a place to throw our trash. Yeah. That's good. That's mm. a good thing. We've got a place. In the, in the whatever river's closest to us. Yep. We've got a place to take a dump. In the whatever river's closest to us. <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> Wait, man. we moved the fun fly? You did say you got the honey buckets, right? Yeah. <laughs> trout fishing. Oh. Brown trout fishing. <laughs> what else we got? Oh, let's see. We've got construction lights. Yeah. Three of nice. them. Nice. Three of those bad boys. Three construction lights. No excuses. We've got now. our food vendor. Yes. Oh, oh, here's another one. You guys, I don't know if I said, did I send you guys this picture? We have pylons for our speed cup. Oh, yeah. I didn't, Hmm. I didn't get those pictures, but typically I don't ever download pictures you send me. Why is that? I just never know what I'm going to get. That's fair. (laughs) Well, if you look at this in the right light, it does sort of appear like a phallic symbol. (laughs) It's standing erect in my backyard. (laughs) (laughs) at least something in your house what are you gonna do with these uh pylons oh they're there to mark out the course for the speed cup okay there's gonna be a speed cup there's gonna yeah dude of course there's gonna be a speed cup. that's cool just like Mm -hmm. last year Uh uh-huh oh we kept that in the schedule hey you know what else we got what's that what's that we have three premier sponsors oh yeah oh yeah we do we do we have three companies that have completely stepped up uh you know they these are companies that they really stand behind what we believe in and they you know they're looking at it like my gosh how can this fun fly get any better but we want to support you to see just how big and how awesome you can make it grow. So first, we need to say a big thank you to Progressive RC. These guys are like the OGs of supporting RC Heli Nation. Yes, they are. Yes, they have they been are. there since the beginning. And we just, I mean, words aren't even enough to to say thanks to them for all the support they've given us over the years. And uh, you know what's cool? Uh, Dave, the owner of Progressive, he's coming out. Sweet. He's going to be there for the live podcast. Awesome. Second on the list, Skyfish. Dan, a little company you might be aware of. A little bit familiar with them, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. They they make some of those. Those which shall remain unnamed. Yeah, those which (laughs) shall remain unnamed. And we accepted their sponsorship? You know, we we should talk a little bit more uh, about that because we've mentioned the name a couple of times, (laughs) but we haven't really explained what's going on there, Dan. Dan? Whoa. It's, you know. (laughs) 
Because you can't keep no, it no, secret no, we forever. Don't no, we no, don't. We don't. No, that's why we're the asking. The listeners are like, wait a minute, what the hell is Skyfish? <laughs> I've been getting messages. And why are they sponsoring the heli or the RCHN Funfly? All right. Well, okay. Uh, yeah. So, as you guys know, that's kind of what I've been doing for about the last year, a little over a year. Uh, working with some friends, uh, we start did a startup company. Um, got some investors to kind of throw some cash at it, and um, we basically designed um, some airframes from the ground up. Uh, more importantly, it was about the um, the flight software, the user interface, because you know a quads, a quads, a quad. There is some very unique features about this particular quad that I have not seen out on the market yet. Um, we will be showing, we will have a couple of them at the fun fly. And, um, I, I, I just, I'm, a, I don't know. I, I feel kind of like I'm on the spot. I kind of feel like I'm being interviewed and I don't really know what to well, say. Okay. Well, so for those curious, these are directed at the commercial, more commercial and industrial platforms. Yes, they're not really stuff. for the hobby folks. No, not really for the hobby folks. Um, the, without we'll see we'll have to edit out if i say anything i'm not supposed to <laughs> um uh let's see the software is really like dan said it's what sets this company apart there's some incredibly talented engineers um that have collaborated and worked with some very talented um people who have owned other companies when it comes to positioning gps type stuff that really, um, you know, from my standpoint, sets it completely apart from anything else out there. This is hardcore stuff, big boy toys. Yeah. Not not your DJI. No. And uh, here's the, you know, the cool thing about, uh, hang on a second, I got to throw a cat across the room. Happy flights. Yes. Is that what they're calling it these days? <laughs> so... Yeah, the flight software. Basically, um, you know, we've got a team of engineers that this is what they do. This is they huddle together in a dark room, and if you th- throw some sunlight on them, they they squeal, right? And they just look at computers and they just code stuff. So these guys have written this user interface and flight software from the ground up, and have you know just. It's the response time, the telemetry, they've increased, they've figured out ways to increase the baud rate for the telemetry. So the real-time feedback is almost instantaneous and the communications are fantastic. And and we can do, you know, I know we don't particularly care for the word autonomous, but these machines can be completely autonomous if the end user chooses, or you can uh, choose to have a radio. Um, nonetheless, you'll still be able to control it. Uh, either autonomously through your iPad or not your iPad, but your Am- your uh, Android, uh, like uh, notebook or whatever the hell they're calling those things. What are they calling those things? Tablets. Oh, tablets. That's the word. <laughs> 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 so yeah, you'll still be able to do all that crazy stuff. Um, or if you're not comfortable with it, it'll do it for you. And you know what? That thing, sounds like a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, kind of. When Except when you do it day, in, day out. 
These are workhorses. Yeah. I mean, that's the big thing yeah. is these are designed to work. They are, I mean, every single flight, they're not for fun flights. These are predetermined, right. you know, and the, the work opportunities that they can do, having seen used one myself, it's, you know, it's almost at the, it's at the am, ambition and the creativity of, of almost the customer. Uh, what's been impressive, kind of half on the outside, half seeing how some of it has worked on the inside, is it's just, hey, you, what this company thrives on is a customer saying, hey, you know what would be cool? Exactly. If I could do this. Yep. And that's where Skyfish comes in and- because the collaboration between the, the software engineers and the people in the shop like Dan actually implementing the hardware to the software, it's uh, it's really it's really cool to see how well that's coming together. Yeah, and that's kind of the cool thing about what we're doing is, you know, we, we kind of get a little wrapped up into what direction we want this airframe to go or this particular functionality on the, on the flight software to go. So we've settled on kind of a very basic functionality with the express intent on letting the end user, the client, the customer, really just tell us what they need it to do and how they would like it to happen. And then we can just completely customize it 100%. And it can be used for AP stuff as well. You know, there's a lot of research, a lot of time. These, you know, these are not going to be very, uh, they're going to be expensive, but they're, they're marketed towards those clients that are just looking for a tool right? Not necessarily a weekend hobbyist, although it'll work great for that too, you know, yeah. if, you, if you so choose. So, but it's been exciting. It's been nerve wracking. It's been a lot of work. Uh, like tonight I rolled in about 35 minutes before we started and just there all day, lots of stuff to do. Uh, of course I'm taking a week off, which is daunting in itself for next week, um, for the fun fly, but a lot of stuff to get lined up, but no, it's exciting. We're happy. I say we, it's so weird. We are happy to be sponsoring RC Alley Nation. Um, it's a great opportunity. And, um, I think that we might have some of our higher up folks at, uh, the fun fly elite. I'm thinking one of our guys will be there. So you got, you guys will get a chance to meet. Uh, some guys in our that are very valuable to us. So, but anyway, awesome. I cool. it's the first time I've really actually talked about it, but there'll be more to come. We'll be putting, um, you know, the website is live skyfish.com. Um, not a lot there yet. So be patient. We'll be getting some, obviously I think there'll be some social media, uh, photos coming out after next week. So that kind of stuff to see some of the patent pending stuff Arden get ready to go to the field aww can I finish this level okay I'll make you a deal uh you can keep playing until I get done charging my batteries hey that's not fair that's only gonna take like five minutes cause you got a power lab <laughs> well played, Dad. Well played. Ah, 
Awesome. Well, now third on the list, uh, as our third premier sponsor, we have Demon Arrow. Now, Justin, you probably know the most about Demon Arrow. Could you kind of give us the rundown? Yeah, Demon Arrow is a company that Danny Melnick owns, and Danny Melnick is a name that I think a lot of listeners are probably familiar with. He is a very active member of the hobby down in Florida. You see him at OHB and all the Eastern Fun Flies, and he actually is the U.S. distributor for Bavarian Demon, uh, for R2 Prototyping, uh, X Nova, Dry Fluids. There are a number of different things that he distributes through Demon Arrow. It's also a retail store. But he's, you know, up until recently, he's been focusing primarily on distribution to retailers so that he didn't have to deal with, you know, cutting out the uh, the the dealers themselves by selling it direct. Nonetheless, uh, Danny is the team manager for the U.S. team for Bavarian Demon. Uh, He also works alongside the guys in Switzerland on X Nova team. Uh, And then he was instrumental in getting uh, the uh, Jetty line of radios certified through the FCC here in the U.S. He's been in the hobby for 30 plus years and done design work and flies 3D and speed and all sorts of good stuff. So uh, he's he's always been a good supporter uh, of the nation all the way back from three or four years ago when we first met up with him and did the review on the heli command. Uh, and so, you know, this year rolled around and he's always been looking for an opportunity to try to, uh, sponsor the, the, uh, the podcast itself, but, uh, none had popped up until now. And so here we go. RCHN three. He is excited to be able to, uh, put his name on the premier sponsor sh- spot with Demon Arrow. Sweet. Now, I also want to uh, make mention, we have had, you know, every year we say this, and I'm going to keep saying it, the people that support this podcast, not just on this, your, you know, the fun fly, not just on a premier sponsor level, but on a support sponsor level. If you've been to our fun fly, you know, no one walks away empty handed. Last year, it was it was almost just silly the amount of stuff that we had to give away and the prizes, you know, the night flying and, and uh, our rotation contests and 60 second hover and the bottle night. I mean, it just goes on and on. And, you know, a lot of companies come together to really help make that happen. The stuff that's pouring in right now is already, I mean, I'm giddy. Uh, a lot of it's coming to my house and it's just like, I mean, I am so excited for all of the pilots who are going to attend because I cannot wait to set all this stuff up and just have everyone's mouth hit the floor. Uh, You know, companies like Bavarian Demon, uh, BK Designs, let's see, Gas Powered Thoughts, Gowie, Hobby Wing, Sunspot, uh Ken at Lower Heli, and then um, Rob from, Justin, is it C? What was the club down there? I can't remember the name of the club. Uh, Cascade Rotor Wings, I believe. That's right. CRW. CRW. That's right. You know, they were they, the old Brooks guys. The old Brooks guys, uh, unfortunately, where they had their event 
just kind of dwindled off, um, you know, dwindled off and, and they couldn't come up with a new place. I think they were kind of feeling a little bit down. You know, we said, hey, we want to bring our excitement down into the Oregon area. And I got to tell you, these guys welcomed us with open arms and I can't even say thanks enough. You know, so that club and what's left of that club and uh, Ken and Lower Heli, they came together and man, they took, I mean, they kind of like took part of what was left of their club's funds and put it into, into pilot raffle stuff. So, I mean, we just, we can't say thanks enough. MSH, uh, you know, Alex Rose from MSH USA is going to be up there. Uh, Progressive RC, obviously, they got stuff coming in. Uh, Ray from Random Heli. We've got skid clamps. We have, dude, we've got that brand new rail kit. Nice. That they have yeah. uh, in there. Sweet. If you guys haven't seen this, this is sick. SAB. Uh, you know, obviously they're just, man, they're not, I mean, they're a big part of my hobby, but you know, they're, they're giving us the nation love and we love that Scorpion every year. Scorpion has supported us from the beginning and we can't say thanks enough. We have gift certificates, shirts, hats. Uh, we've even got, um, all we got one of those, those badass little Scorpion, uh, the new 250 racers. Yep, got a hold of one. Oh, the FP We've got quad. Yeah, I <laughs> nice. requested that one because I knew you guys, you know. I mean, hey, this there are going to be a fly. lot of people excited about that because I know a number of people coming to the fun fly that are into the little FPV thing. Yep, yep and look at that. Here's Nick looking out for all those guys. Oh. So don't say that I'm anti because I actually said, hey, you know, when I, when I talked to the Scorpion, I was like, hey, if you guys can spare one of these, I know that uh, the pilots would love to be able to get one. So, so what are we, we going to say when it's not on the table? Hey, damn. And all of a sudden, yeah. Nick's, yeah. Nick's flying. Uh, <laughs> What's that? What's that, Justin? I think I actually told him to ask that. No, yeah, you and I think not. I think Nick's looking for a little ball coddling there. Oh, whatever. And hey, Nick? we also do not want to... He's just moving right on. <gasps> I do. Right because this list wow. is huge. It's ridiculous. Soko Heli Tools, Andy, awesome supporter of this podcast and makes still my absolute hands down favorite to, <laughs> I can't, Dieter, if you're listening, you have ruined me forever. Do you know how hard it is to say tools in my toolbox <laughs> now? <laughs> how many of Andy's tools do you have in your box, Nick? Oh, I, oh, I personally have one of Andy's tool in my box that stays in my trailer, but we have two to give away here. And you know, oh, guys, so, this so is many the, ways to play off that. Yeah. We're going to yeah, move on. We're just going to let it go though. This <laughs> is the stuff that is already here. And I know for a fact that there is a whole lot more coming. Uh, you know, Dan's bringing stuff. Justin's bringing more stuff. Uh, yeah, it, we've got stuff from Jetty, Esprit, X Nova, Bavarian Demon, MKS. Nice. I'm just bringing myself. That's all we need. It's, I know. <laughs> it's awesome. So the point of all of it, these companies are badass. And whether you can attend the fun flight or not, please do us a favor. You know, especially uh, Progressive, uh, Demon Arrow, and Skyfish. 
shoot those guys a message, shoot them an email, and just say, hey, thanks. Because you got, you just, you don't even know what it means to us to be able to do this. Everything we do, we do it out of just sheer enjoyment to be able to give back. Yep. These guys see that, they help make it happen, and that makes it all worth it for them. That that thank you and that simple note like, dude, you guys are rad for supporting the nation. So please, you know, if you're going to go um, pick something out, you want to go buy something, give them consideration on your business first. Um, we really appreciate that. Yeah, so that's my deal about hmm. that. Uh, yeah, so that's mm. what I've been doing this week. Yeah. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. Justin out. Damn it. <laughs> you fuckers. <laughs> I yeah. actually did have something to talk about. Oh, and, and yeah. Dan douched me. Well, I, you guys are the one that started bringing up the. the, the yeah, Justin, you stuff. did bring up well, the. Fun Justin, you can take my spot because I have done Jack Dilly shit other than work on this freaking trailer that I have a love hate relationship for. Okay, and, and that you know what? That's a perfect segue because I got a trailer story myself. Nice. Okay. You got okay. one. Let's hear yeah, it. I got a trailer story. With all the time and money you put into your hobby, the last thing you want to do is throw away your flight experience on bad blades. From the feel of the heli in the air to its appearance on the ground, which blades you choose to bolt on is one of the most important decisions you have to make. That's why you need to put those old and busted blades to the side and make the switch to some new hotness. Brought to you by Burt Kammerer of BK Designs, switch rotor blades are sure to put the finishing touches on your heli. Whether you're into sport flying, hard 3D, or F3C, Switch rotor blades will get the job done on everything from a 250 to an 800 class heli. And we're not just talking about main blades here. Switch has tail blades and night blades too. So stop wasting your time not flying the last brand of blades you'll ever need and make the switch today. www.switchrotorblades.com I've got a Scion XB 2011, you know, like the poster box thing. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks in every way imaginable. It's like an overgrown vagina. Been making bread like into toast for four years. If it weren't for the fact that it actually does really well carrying a lot of heli crap and still not as much as I'd like, then I would get rid of it. I will I mean, never buy another one again. It's one of those buyer's remorse things. Anyway. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> nice. The the fun fly is coming up, as we know, and I figured I need to make sure that I've got enough room to get all of my crap down there, as well as the substantial amount of stuff that I'm bringing to get set up for the actual event. Okay. And I'm not going to rent a car. That's stupid. I've got my vehicle. It actually has a pretty pretty big amount of cargo volume when you put the seats down. Take out the, the, the kid's car seat. You can fit a number of helis and all sorts of other stuff in there. Still not enough, though. So I got to thinking, what if I put a trailer hitch on this? Okay. So I mm -hmm. called up Toyota, and I had to go in for my 60,000-mile service anyway. I called them up. I said, guys. Can you put a trailer hitch on this? They said, yeah, absolutely. Come in Friday. We'll get you sorted. And they, and they asked me, they said, 
Do you want a one inch trailer hitch so that you can carry bikes, you know, because they do the, the stupid little bike thing that comes out of the back? They're all over the place in Seattle. Right. Yeah. Or do you want a two inch? And I said, no, I want a two inch trailer hitch because I actually want to tow a trailer. Okay. A trailer behind the vehicle. <laughs> Okay, got you covered. And I said, all the accessories that go along with that, got to be able to plug it in, all that crap. So I show up. This is my day off Friday. And I show up first thing in the morning, get in the queue. They get the car. They go and do the service. They said, it's going to take about three hours. I'm working on podcast crap in the little waiting lounge because I got Wi-Fi. He comes back after two hours, a full hour before he was supposed to. He says, we got it done early. I'm like, sweet, I've got more crap to do. I need to get out of here anyway. So he gives me the keys. I go out there and I look at it. It's like, wow, yeah, there's a trailer hitch there. And I'm looking around and I, I reach my hand under the under the bumper. Can't really feel anything electrical like I get down on my hands and knees and look under the car. They didn't install a wire harness. Oh, geez. <laughs> And I asked the guy, I said, what the hell did you expect me to be able to do with the two inch tow hitch with no wire harness? Oh, you wanted a wire harness? I, How many use hand <laughs> signals? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, they couldn't get a wire harness until like Wednesday or Thursday of next week, which isn't going to work because I got to leave for the fun fly Tuesday night. He gives me this BS story about how it's going to cost hundreds of dollars and they got to get a custom thing to run it from the engine compartment back. So what do I do? I call up Nick and after bad mouthing his kind, because I was my, pissed that his, my his kind, people. his, his kind, kind, his yeah. people, yeah, Your people. his brethren. And that's right? fair because I've made more engineer jokes than you can throw a yeah. stick at. So that's fair. I mean, you know, what? an automotive technician puts a damn trailer hitch on without attaching a goddamn wiring harness it's ridiculous so he tells me oh go to the auto zone place you can get a like a universal yeah, generic anyway i was actually pretty excited i got this thing I pulled the entire freaking car apart. I ripped like plastic panels off and siding and half the bumper. And I was actually able to install the little hitch thing off of one of the back tail lights, nowhere near the engine compartment uh, and run it underneath. Everything comes out professional. I ran it through a little rubber grommet in the, uh, it makes the it chassis. sound so dramatic. What? <laughs> <laughs> What did you and say? I took all these panels off. Dude, I, was like, I was proud of myself, wasn't I? Did I call you up? I was like, dude, nailed it. <laughs> yes, you will. Did. I said, I could be an automotive tech. I've got this shit covered. Mm-hmm. So you I should. installed my own electrical <laughs> And you harness. should work flat rate. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> because you'd probably get paid about an hour to do that. And four hours later, you'd be like, look at this shit. This is awesome. No. What? It Where's took my money? Me 45 minutes of labor and $25 for the stupid little electrical thingy. They were going to charge me 200 bucks for the parts and $75 in labor. I saved, man. Yeah. So yeah. I'm ready to go now. Does it work? It works. I actually checked it out. I got one of the little testers. All the LEDs blink at the right time. 
in the right place. My my tail lights and blinkers still work on the vehicle, so that's good. <laughs> that's good. Uh, and now I just have to go and get a little trailer from U-Haul. So I think I'm going to rent a like one of those four by eight in enclosed trailers. That way I can toss a bunch of crap in there and maybe even sleep in it. You think that works? Is that sleepable? By, yeah. Better than a tent? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would think so. Okay. That's yeah, my plan. It's going to be real easy to lock you in there, though. <laughs> oh, dear. Dude, can't come out. Damn it, dude. Okay, never mind the sleeping bit. I'll bring the tent. Uh, you just lock it. I will it have open, no dude. part in that. I will have no part. You don't mess with the man's home. <laughs> Unless you're Jesse. Lest you get tackled oh. like oh, Jesse geez, did. Just throw me under the bus. <laughs> you can lock it open, dude. Can you? Yeah. So yeah, that was my little adventure. I so now you get to pull a trailer down to Oregon. But I get to pull a trailer, dude. You excited about that? You're yeah. You're looking, checking it out. You're driving on the road, looking in your... That's right, dude. I am pulling a trailer. I got my man card yep. now. Damn right. <laughs> pulling a four by eight. Mm. Look at that, bitches. Mm. Yeah. Craziness. That thing will handle a four by eight? It says it can. Weight-wise? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I guess you'll. I guess you'll find oh, out. <laughs> You're right. We will find out. Transmission <laughs> halfway down. All right, moving along then, huh? Yeah, that's. How it. about you, Jesse? Anything exciting? Well, unfortunately, I'm going to have to lump myself in the same freaking category as Justin for the flying. For the flying, I have not flown since Nahomish. Dun so. dun dun, dude. Yeah. Wow. Wait, did Nick have you flown since so- Snohomish since you forfeit your position here? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I snuck in a couple little odd ones oh, yeah. here and there. Oh yeah. Like it. Well, no, I mean I have not for the record. I have not made it like out to the field for a full day of flying. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. My that freaking five seventy is like home in the backseat. Having a trailer full of new hellies isn't anything to complain about, but we're still talking about the same old dumb thumbing, triple sow cowing, Charlie Chaplin autoin pilot behind the sticks. Now, I'm not exactly easy on my hellies, and when I need parts, I need them fast. This is where Lower Heli comes to the rescue. With a great variety of my personal favorite heli parts and batteries, no matter how bad the crash, I'm sure to be able to get right back in the air to do it all over again. Fly lower at www.lowerheli.com. All right, Jesse. You good? You. So Nick's flow. Yep. Okay, so we put a little we check got that mark in. Out. Put a little check mark in Nick's box. No check mark in mine or Justin's box. That's okay though. But I did. So after Snohomish, you guys probably remember I was saying how I put the little cooling fan on the ESC. And then mm-hmm. it was really difficult to put the Velcro strap on there. And the, you know, I used a double stick tape, the, just the clear 3M. What I use it to mount down the uh, fly barless system and other stuff on the helicopter. So I used that to stick down the speed controller on the front of the E7 SE. And then stuck the speed controller down and threw a strap over the top. Well, once I put that fan on the front, it was really difficult to get the strap on there. And I got to looking, and the Castle ESCs already have kind of a little plastic molded frame around the the esc and it has bolt holes in it so i'm like well this is perfect 
I didn't have anything that was an exact fit on hand, but I do have a 3D printer. So I you know, opened up SolidWorks and modeled up some kind of cross members and added the right size hole so that I just, it'd self-tap right when I threaded the screw into them and kind of built some little brackets that sit behind the uh, ESC on the front of the E7 and no more Velcro straps needed. So it was just completely hard bolted right to the front of the helicopter. And which is great because then it exposes more fins as well. You know, you don't have the strap going over the front. So nice. Damn it. Yeah, I it, need a 3D printer. Did you print it right? in That's that blue awesome. ABS? No, I printed it in black. There you go. Um, so yeah, black ABS, but it's, it's hidden underneath anyway. So you can't really see it, but I would know it is. You would, <laughs> I would know, <laughs> but it's, it's really solid and it actually cleaned up the wiring a lot. Cause now there's just you know, that fan and it actually looks really clean up front with just the speed controller and the fan sitting up there. No Velcro strap going over the top of it. So way more secure. Awesome little, I, I really need to, I mean, I, I use it, I'd say a couple times a month, not as much in the last six months as I would have liked, but for stuff like this, it's just absolutely perfect. Having still having a copy of SolidWorks or, you know, any 3D CAD modeling software to jump on and model it up and goes from your head to hour and a half later, you're holding the part, installing it on your helicopter. So it's nice. Yeah, it works out good. It, it, it is, it's a lot of fun too. So the other thing that I did this week was I may have stepped up my FunFly uh, setup. You know, I'd always talked about the heli trailer. You guys know that I got the truck thinking, you know, slightly going towards a camper so that I can still tow the trailer. But then, you know, something at Snohomish, see a Nick roll up in that motorhome. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Rolling. <laughs> oh, no, you Nick's, did it. Nick's rolling in a motorhome. Screw it. I'm rolling in a motorhome. So. I bought a 29-foot Class C motorhome. Damn, dude. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not all the... Trendsetter. That's Nick, right. <laughs> Nick is a trendsetter. Not all the bells and whistles. Doesn't have a tip out. It's a it's a 94. It's older. Um, you know, it, need, it needs a couple little things here and there. I'm going to be working like crazy this weekend um, to get the thing 100% ready to go. I got it from a friend of the family. And it had been stored inside its entire life. Um, and basically, he just they, they weren't using it, so he just wanted it gone. He's like, it's sitting in my shop, and it's taking up half my dang shop. So just you know, killer price, get the thing out of here. And it had a couple little spots in the roof um, where if you were to go put it out in the rain right now, it would leak. But since it was stored inside, there was no actual damage to it yet. So... Went and you know got the patch kit for the roof and a couple little electrical things here that I got worked out this evening. But overall, seems to be really, really solid. And I'm pushing that, you know, next Wednesday, we'll be taking that thing down to our fun fly, assuming everything works out. I think tomorrow we're going to try to do a little test run, um, maybe drive down to Marysville tomorrow evening or something, if, if we can get a little, some time. You know, got to put some miles on it just to Make try sure to get all the makes it. get all the bugs worked out. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, be really really expensive to tow a motorhome. But that if it broke down, it'd probably just be like a just leave to it fix there. it fix it on the road or just, yeah, just, just keep, leave it there. I figure maybe I'll be leaving a little bit before Nick, and so this way 
I'll be like, Nick, just pick us up. We're leaving this thing. <laughs> oh, you're oh, gonna, dude. All you're going to hear is, ha, ha, <laughs> sucker. So, so, it's, it's 20, so Jesse. you said 20, 21 years yeah. old? Yeah, it's, it's tw- yeah, 94, um, has 85,000 miles on it. But, you know, we went through the engine, changed the oil today, did all the kind of maintenance stuff, looked at the tranny fluid, still. Does it nice smell and old? No, it doesn't smell old. Um, they, you know, Kayla went through and cleaned it today and stuff. And so. So. I I got a question. Yeah. So a few, like a month or so, two months ago, it was all about the slide-in camper, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know, room for a couple people. Now mm-hmm. it's. Uh, is there something you need to tell us? No, I mean- no, 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 no kids, no kids. <laughs> no, but he's planning no, ahead. Th- this man. was he a, is. this was a um, just a circumstance that I did not foresee. Opportunity fell right into my lap, and it was just too good of a deal to pass up. All right, egged on when we were all sitting out at. Yeah, and I may have dinner. had a little bit, you know, some influence from Dan and Nick when yeah. I'm telling we're, them about this dinner. motorhome. And they're just sitting there kind of giving me that giving me that look like, and you're not gonna buy it? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dude, the price was right. So oh the price was price was good. You know, I gotta put a little bit of money into it just in parts and whatnot, but yeah. Every you know, nothing major. So all the all the mechanics seem to be solid. And I guess I say that, but we'll find out for you real will. next week. <laughs> So, I would camp outside and try all the appliances. Oh, we've already, so today we already had all the appliances going, um, everything. So for actually the biggest challenge we've ran into was the running lights on the motorhome, tail lights and running lights. So I ended up just wiring in a completely new relay, tapping into the running, the running lights up front worked fine at the, you know, on the headlights. But on the back, the taillights and all the running lights on the motorhome didn't work at all. So completely wired in a new circuit, new relay, um, got that all working. That was kind of the biggest hurdle so far. But yeah, we've been testing it out, making sure, like you said, just trying everything, every switch, every button, every appliance, every sink, drain, going through the whole thing, making sure it's good to go. And so far, it appears like we'll be driving that thing next Wednesday. As long as the pooper works, you're good to go. I would, I mean, what it can classify works. I mean, there's a hole in the motorhome where I can sit. We've got honey buckets at the fun fly. Yeah, besides, oh, that's yeah. true. You don't need one. You'll want to know if it works before you use it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's cool, man. So, no, I'm, I'm excited. Like I said, completely did not see this coming, but kind of started chatting last week and yeah just op- opportunity came up so i jumped on it not you know we weren't in the market at the moment but couldn't pass it up so. yeah other than that i did finally so that, I'm, I'm gonna mark that down as my buy for this week so, good purchase not necessarily directly related to helicopters but if all goes well it will, it will be making it to a lot of fun flies and my cell i finally you know patience does pay off I finally sold my multi-rotor and the last of my Futaba receivers just within the last couple of days. Nice. So, probably had the price, you know, it was, it was a, it was a reasonable price and I, I slowly drop it down as the weeks go by. I wasn't in a huge hurry um, and finally got everything sold this last week. So 
All right, I guess that leaves me, huh? Duh. Well, I made a road trip last weekend. I haven't, well, okay, first of all, did I fly? By my own definition, I have to say no, because I flew a 180 today. The little uh, blade, right? You did? I did, I flew it in the Mm. shop. The one that was in the, the, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Fred has a- Did you like it? So you do or don't want to count that? I, I don't know. I kind of want to, but I guess I would be like. Did you enjoy did yourself? Not, well, did I go was inverted? just showing somebody how it flew. No, I don't particularly enjoy flying that little thing. But I did fly it inside. So yeah, I did do that. But that's it. But I uh, made a road trip to uh, Nick's neck of the woods last weekend. It's true. I uh, busted out of work, left here at like eight o'clock at night. And rolled into Nick's at like, oh, I think it was like 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning, uh, Saturday. And uh, we got a lot done this weekend. Of course, uh, Nick and I swapped trailers, right? So Nick's got the big one, and I got Nick's little one that says RC Hilly Nation on it, right? Nick got it all uh, ready for me. Uh, we swapped away. We went through a bunch of junk. Oh my god! Yeah, let's uh, don't don't even skim over that. Yeah, are you gonna let him just cruise? Right we past? spent a Dude. solid like twenty uh, minutes max. <laughs> Shit, maybe fifteen minutes. Yeah, maybe fifteen. No, <laughs> he goes down. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying we put probably a solid. Uh, you slept in a little bit. I'm guessing a good eight hours. What? Yeah, between we got up in the morning. Yeah, and we just started. That's true. Time going through shit, and and then it was like I forced him. I he sat in the trailer, and I just like would grab a bin through this, set it in front of him. Every nut, every bolt, every part, every piece. Justin, he wanted me to separate the fasteners by size. He wouldn't do that for the no, bucket, the big that. bucket of fasteners. Oh, dude! Yeah, Why? No, I he didn't. Why did have it need the to be separated by size? Because all the fasteners. Because it's, that's how Nick does it. Just that is it. a big bucket. The last time I saw it, the, <laughs> I didn't see the bucket. I the bucket's been diminished down and okay poured into several well smaller buckets. We got. I mean, I had some of it kind of all laid out for him but i mean dude this is like organization that dan has never seen we're talking oh, I've, like, I've seen it i used to be a nurse dude those those bitches and he'll never used. see it again because it left your house yeah. and now it's gonna go <laughs> well into dan you mode. know what that's okay because damn it it felt good i mean we went through it all and then what we went down and we went down to the hardware store and got some more stuff got some more Bins and bins to put shit and, and pegboard shit, and came back and did this. I was like, "Oh, we should do this." So then we went back. I mean, there was multiple trips to the hardware store. Yeah, but what an awesome feeling, man! Did well, you just well, wait, you know, dude. He's gonna roll up to the fun fly next week, and it will be completely transformed yeah. from how you left it. What do you want to bet? You're Pucci? gonna try hard not how much to let do you it. Get bet, you want to bet, Poochie? You don't think so? It won't. Mm-mm. No. Why not? Well, what the only thing that will, because I'm going to try to sell some stuff at the Funfly. So bring your okay. money, folks. going to sell some shit. <laughs> um, so yeah, I will I'm be. I'm not saying it's going to be a, a, like trashed. 
I'm saying it'll look different because inevitably you're going to go through it and you're going to do things the way you like it. No, 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 no. It's the way I, it, it's fine the way it is. We, we did not understand. That so way. We took the, we, we put electronics into an electronics tub. We put aligned parts into an aligned tub, you know, worked our way through. So all those parts are in the appropriate tub. So when I'm working on that particular helicopter or whatever, I can just pull that tub out. And when I'm done, I can just pick everything up and throw it in there and put it back in the cover. It's it's some next level shit here. Yeah. I mean, huh. yeah, it was like, okay, so where do you want this? With it. I didn't let, even let him, where, where should we put this? I don't know. We should probably do, uh, okay, if it, I gave him like a five second leeway time. If he couldn't give me a solid answer on what helicopter it was for, or where he wanted it put, it just got thrown in the garbage, just like that. <laughs> we threw a lot of shit away. Yes, we and did. And we put a lot of shit into the home mm. tote. Yep. Which is still in my truck, by the way. No. Oh my God. Whatever. <laughs> That's not my problem. <laughs> so anyway, we got that done, and then uh, we did some work to my truck on Sat- Sunday, which mm-hmm. was awesome, and got the show done, and then we went to dinner. Um, Nick and his wife took me to dinner. Jesse and his wife showed up. And I swear to God that I had probably the closest, uh, I don't know, this, this stuff was probably the closest to, to heaven a person could get while eating something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, That's this, what I'm talking this, about, baby. I don't even, it was pork, right? And yeah. it was like Schnitzel. breaded with something that just tasted like, I don't know. You can't hey. even explain it. I mean, I was sitting there, I was like, what is in this? You know, when you tr- you're trying to identify something, but you can't, it's just like awesome. Awesome. It's, is it's awesome it. sauce all over awesome stuff. So anyway, we did that and mm. that was fun. And then, um, wait, 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 what the hell are you talking about? We had, what we went out to it? dinner. It was it's like schnitzel. What? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. With yeah, like a I Bernays, I think a Bernays sauce on it's, it's, it's a black forest, Herb Neiman's black forest. And I will make a trip back out there. Just to eat dinner there again. We try and take, <laughs> it's kind of a family thing that we do because it's our favorite place to go. And it is, I mean, I've known Herbie, the owner for uh, ever since I've lived out, you know, in that area. And we just, we always take people that are visiting. You got to come out yep. there because you just, you don't trust me. You just gotta, you just gotta. And you only need to eat two things there. And that's if you're a steak person, you have the steak because it's the best steak in the world. And if you're not a steak person, then you eat the schnitzel because it's just shit. And it is. End of story. Yeah. End of story. It's pretty cut and dry. That's how awesome it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, I got to put, I, I was kind of happy about doing that trip because I was able to get several hundred miles on my truck that I had not nearly put to the test as far as a road trip. Everything went well, so now I'm basically just scrambling. Um, I am going to a fun fly tomorrow, so I will be flying tomorrow. And it's just a planker, little local. My club's flying. So there might be six people there. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they roll. <laughs> <you know? laughs> They'll be arguing with each other. And um, we'll be flying helicopters. So I'm doing that, and uh, just kind of a mad dash. I'm leaving Tuesday afternoon. For Oregon, and I'm excited. What can I say? That's it for me. Awesome. That was a good weekend, man. Nice. It was a good weekend. Yeah, I had a good time. So let's, uh, got any news this week? Yeah, we do. What do we got? 
That's it? I don't know. I don't even know who the news is brought to us by anymore. <laughs> who it's brought to provides us by... our news? I Okay. So I'll, I'll call it. I'll sign it off here. We say it all the time. We are the 99%. I have Alan with me to tell me about his experiences with the Soko Heli tool. Well, Dan, I am the 99%. But the Soko Heli tool has redefined the way that I set up helicopters. I've owned the Soko Heli tool for almost six months now, and I've used it on every helicopter that I have. I love it because you can pair it with the app. You can set your swash plate up level every time without using a swash leveling tool. The blades are already tracked before you make your first flight. All you're concentrating on is fly barless tuning because you've done it right, and it is exceptionally easy with the Soko Heli tool. Thanks, Alan. Well, there you have it, folks. Straight from the horse's mouth, the heart and soul of the hobby. So if you're looking to find out more about the Soko Heli tool, you can go to www.soko-heli-tools.com. This week's news is brought to you by all of the people helping us contribute to the news on our news thread in HeliFree. There you go. That's a good mm-hmm. one. I can't That's say good. thank you enough. So if you guys have news, you know, the the HeliFree crew and i say that like the normal people that are on there all the time cumulatively is that word it is now yes it is an actual word word, dude okay that's a good old sorry i'm a little shy on my words tonight um (laughs) all come together they're an incredible source because they all have their little sub forums that they go in and they all hear the little tidbits and since heli daily kind of uh you know dwindled off it's really hard for us to go out and find news. And these guys just kind of took it upon themselves to start contributing, putting everything all in this one thread with a link, please. <laughs> and, uh, and it's, it's <laughs> awesome. I must ask. Yeah. If I must ask, please put a link in there, uh, where we can link it to. So yeah, that's who this week's news is from. Mm. Okay, here we go. We got some good stuff. Um, you know, we mentioned it before Goblin has SAB has that whole run of new stuff that's come out, uh, pre-order time. So we are talking the 570 Kyle Stacy edition Trioblin. We've got the T, um, the SAB Goblin 500 Sport. Justin, did you order yours? You know, you nope, want not one. yet, but I like the price, dude. Yeah. We've got, uh, the... Trioblin 380 or the three bladed 380. Um, all of those, I believe, I believe almost all of them, a couple of them are a pre order, if not all of them now. So head over to your favorite place. Um, I believe that uh, Ken at Lower Heli can get them for it, even if they're not up there. Just shoot him an email and say, Hey, I want to, I want to order this. He'll gladly do that for you. Uh, let's see. Oh, we talked about, you know, we talked about the Rev Electrics, that bump charger deal, right, at Urcha? Well, one of the HeliFreak users was kind enough to send me a link to a video. So you can actually see it in action. Oh, my uh, God. Get in my charging case now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I Nick, want this bad. Oh, dude, it's way more feature rich than I think we 
appreciated. I mean, it's this crazy. is semi-hurtful, dude, because if you would have looked at the news link for the original coverage of the bump charging, guess what you would have found? Really? This video link. I didn't know that. Oh, well, the video, okay, yeah, the video's there, but does it cover all of the details? I don't think it does, and maybe it the was video? already up, yeah, but hey, you know what? Sometimes our news is news to me, so then it's news again. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just I'm just kidding though. It we we didn't cover it this in depth when we talked about it the first time, but there is a lot of features that we didn't explicitly bring up that they show you firsthand in this video. I'm not going like back. Said, like that's my no. problem. Is that I'm going to have to have one of these on like all my chargers because it's awesome. I mean, <laughs> you how- need all your chargers. How many freaking chargers do you need? Well, if I have like a charging case on the go versus, you know, the one in the trailer, like it's, it's, eh. this is next level. I am calling it right now. This is oh, the, yeah. the most innovative charging thing that I have seen in a long time. And what makes it even more double, triple badass is that I don't have to go buy new chargers to do it well i i put this in the same category as you know we used to have all single units and now there's the i charger you know the duo both duo charger basically the yeah. two big brand name duos this is like that same jump if not more again way and you know what way this is more. you know Let, what this is what is it to the charging world mm. this is the v control you know, oh, oh yes Here's the deal. that's true <laughs> here's what this makes me feel like it's like you know i had my first cell phone when i was 27 it was a flip phone mm-hmm. and so we had phones right it was cool that we could bring them with us but i remember there was a time but i eventually bought into it when the smartphones started coming out where i just wanted a phone that i could call people on right yeah and it's kind of the same thing it's like i'm at that stage of this whole charger revolution it's like I just want a charger that's going to charge my battery. I don't need all the bells and whistles. Yeah, I don't. He's slow to convert. Wait yeah, a minute. He... Wait a minute. You're you're. I mean, you're blowing smoke up this thing's ass, and you haven't said a damn thing about what it is. I so don't. Let's actually talk details here. <laughs> we did once, but I'll give you a quick rundown. What you basically do is you put a a sticker that has an embedded serial number on the end of your battery. This is kind of like, well, the ID tag. Um, it's the same concept as like Mikado uses or V-Control uses with their battery identification. It's also compatible with that. So you put this little sticker on the back and it's got this little section on a display. Now, this is a remote display that plugs into your existing charger. So you do have to have a compatible charger already, PL6, PL8, dual uh, dual power lab. Uh, there might be a couple others, but this new little display has all of the charging information, and everything on it. So you walk up, you stick this little deal, boop, you stick it next to it. It recognizes the battery. It loads the preset and it has all of the information right on the display. You plug your battery in and you hit go. So How about this, it's not, loaded from the charger no the info is on the tag which means i can walk up to your charger and bump my battery and charge with my settings that's right that is freaking and 
Did you guys see like the computer slash tablet integration? Yep. yep. So iOS and Android. Yeah. <laughs> you guys oh are yeah. So geeky. Oh dude, this <laughs> is this, this is, is like this capability. Yeah. It only it's only for Power Lab series for the record. You guys got your pin protectors. The GT on? is not compatible, Nick. In full force. I'm thinking they're going to have actual chargers soon that have this built in. I'm thinking that's probably that the next awesome. step. I mean, I, I love this, though, because I, I love that, like, I can take, I almost want to just, like, make a new charging case that has a deck lid that has my charger under it, and I can't see it, just to tickle my fancy. Now, ha- have we gotten formal confirmation that the V-Control integration exists currently yeah because i've heard that that's not the case really that it uses the same tag as v control but there actually needs to be programming that happens between v control and the tag to make sure that it actually recognizes the data so i think that the i from what i have heard you use the v control tags on the battery and the Rev Electrics will recognize the V control tags. I okay, don't well, know if it's backwards. You need compatible. to get clarification for us on that, Mister Rev Electric. Yeah, I want. Because, I want to know. Yeah, I mean that's more of a convenience thing. It's like okay, I have to have a different sticker, another sticker on my battery. But it'd be nice to not have to keep buying stickers, you know, because it's not like they're they're dirt cheap or anything. But I just I love the direction they're going. It is, yeah, okay, it would be kind of cool if I could integrate with the GT500, but honestly, that's not, Dan, the GT500 is that charger like you're just talking about. You can plug anything into it, any battery, and be charging it at what you want, regardless of size, amperage, style, or anything. I mean, it is the quickest plug-in, hit my settings, and go that I've seen yet out of a, out of a charging system for like, if you're going to do a huge variety of stuff, you know what I mean? Like you can hand that charging case. Um, I could hand it to anyone and they could plug their batteries in and go. So if that kind of makes sense, it's the simple of the simple, but it's also not something that I'm going to be sitting there just at the field, cranking and banging out flights with Mm -hmm. either. Yeah, my only question with this whole bump charging is if, you know, like Nick, you were saying, okay, let's put the charger underneath the deck lid, can't even see the charger, access the charger. You're now 100% committed to putting these ID tags on every single battery you own. So I'm kind of curious about the price of the ID tags because I have some, you know, smaller receiver packs and yep. just all those, you know, little packs and stuff for the Nitro, for the E7, I'm still running a receiver well, pack. I, so now I'm committed to putting these ID tags on every single little pack that I have. Or I've, my guess I, is going to be twenty bucks a tag. Now, see, I think so well, more than the battery. <laughs> well, but what we don't know, and what I don't want to assume, is that we don't know. We can't bypass the bump thing on the display. On and that, just pick you, your presets. That's true. Maybe you can I have no doubt. And, I would be really shocked if you couldn't just say use the display and pick a preset number or name or whatever. I mean, cause you still yeah, have to set up your presets with software, right? I mean, you plug it in, you yeah. hit your tag. 
identify the tag, plug in all the charge information. So just like we do, you know, with our existing Revelectrix chargers, um, you would just punch it off the display yeah. instead of the bump part. Gotcha. Hopefully. Yeah, I wouldn't, dude. You're not getting me to put all that on my receiver pad. That's what I mean. You start you start thinking about it. It still would be handy to access, like you said, all your presets from that display as well. Yeah. But cool stuff. Um. Okay, so the, wow, this one's a shocker. Now, Justin, you had me all pumped here, all right? I know. The HD750. You were really, really talking this up. And now I've I've taken... You know, I got the link to it here over at Superstition. I've looked through the pictures, watched the video. I am going to completely agree that I really like the design on this. Um, Very, very sexy heli. Uh, I mean, I think they did a great job. We're talking swinging 690s to 766 main blades. They're going to have an 800 stretch kit. I think the canopy shape looks great. The design looks great. It's far more uh, simplified than the HD 500. But, dude, I mean, yeah, $1,600 for the airframe. Yeah, frame. dude, I'm I'm actually mm. really surprised. I, I, I feel like they had the it. Foot. Yep, because you know what? <laughs> Gut says, man, I mean, we don't know parts prices, right? Can't be much different than the 500 in comparison to similar sizes, right? But see, I mean, that's what happened. That's what killed the 500 was the pricing. Yeah. I I don't know what they're, I, I guess. That what I they're doing is they're doing exactly what we've argued with other people on, which is you just took yourself and said with your price, I don't want to be mainstream. I want to be boutique. <laughs> you have to be boutique with that price. You, you do have to be. Yeah. I, and I don't I mean, care. Let me, let me put no, something in perspective for you. Let me put something. And, and look, I still love the design. I it, The probability of me actually buying one has just decreased significantly. Not yes. because of the design, not because of the engineering in the company, but because of the price. 1600 bucks. Okay. I'm on the list for a freaking Hanslet TDR2. I'm going to get one next spring, full carbon fiber with retracts, okay, for a total of like seventeen or $1,800. This is $173 more expensive than the base TDR2. Yes. $450. Yeah dollars more than a goblin 770 450 dollars yeah i i can't i i don't understand and then it, it, i mean even if we want to go <sighs> crazier than that it's a thousand dollars more than the msh uh v2 yep in in the 800 size configuration did these prices yeah. just come out this yep yeah. Wow. And yeah, this completely knocks it out of the running for me personally. Yeah, as as sad as I am to say, I, mean, I think it's the same with me. It's now down to the 766 or the uh V2 Max. Yeah, this is a kit Photos without Max. without blades for 16. Yeah. So it 
and I've I haven't even looked, but they haven't announced any parts prices. I would imagine if this is just coming out on pre-order, but I think they'd follow That's suit. Spendy, dude. It is wow. spendy. I mean, it's a seven fifty. Don't get me wrong. It's not a seven hundred class. So, uh, I mean, you know, it's all set up. It'll. De- it looks yeah, like it'll most, definitely take the hurt. I mean, up to sixteen. Most seven fifty to eight hundreds though are are seven hundreds with a stretched boom. And most seven hundred class helicopters are less than a thousand bucks for the air yeah. for airframe now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, or you gotta be really close. Jump. You gotta be really, really close. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, All so right. I don't well, know. It is what next. it is. <laughs> it's, I'm not trying to take away from the helicopter itself. No, and I'm sure a lot of people will pick them up, but on the basis of it being a boutique model. Yeah. So speaking yeah. of boutique, Justin, I've got a note here for the Core 700. Oh, and you yes. You said you, you gotta... You have some knowledge of this. So oh, yeah, enlighten. dude. I, I mean, I didn't talk about it on our Urcha recap episode, but it was one of the models that I got to see. And it's very unique. Um, <laughs> the, it's got some funkiness to it, in, in styling at least. I think everything that they do engineering-wise makes a lot of sense. But, uh, you know, if you take a look at the picture, the two most striking things about this is the boom which is actually like oval shaped. Uh, it's got like a rectangular cross section with the like rounded ends at the top and the bottom. You guys seeing that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, looking at the canopy, do you notice something about the canopy that may look somewhat familiar? <laughs> it's got a chin scoop. Yeah. <laughs> It's got a Thunder Tiger chin scoop, <laughs> it's got like a yeah. 700 A yeah. double chin. Now, it actually doesn't look quite as bad as the E700 does, but it's still not something I'm particularly fond of. That said, uh, if you look at the mechanics on this thing, it's really impressive. 10 millimeter spindle. Okay, so beefy rotor head. Uh, the tail system. That is weird. It's a throwback to old school shit, dude. Dude, they this have thing is... a hollow uh, tail shaft, and inside that hollow tail shaft, they they run the the pitch slider. No way. The pitch slider control. Yep. I called no way. Why do you say that? I just I think that it is going to be failure prone. I don't know, dude. It's an eight millimeter tail shaft. <laughs> that's too. I mean, that's a that's like a, most head spindles nowadays. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, wh- yeah, this think about got it this away way. a most, metric ton. Most feather most most feathering shafts are hollow, right? And they're eight millimeters. This is a hollow eight millimeter tail shaft. So you are basically spinning a feathering shaft on the back end of this. Mm, sounds light. Probably CG great. No wonder they had to put the big hump out the front. You got to hang yeah, the light bulbs. The batteries. Half of my- <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I, you know, okay. I don't know. Good point. Uh, uh, tail control rod is inside the boom, which is really freaking cool. They've got helical gearing with some, with a belting system between the motor and the, the intermediate. So it's a two stage. I really like the quick release battery tray. 
uh, with the CG adjustment, it's kind of it's similar to the concept that uh, Compass uses on the 7HV, except with a lot finer resolution on CG location. They actually give you the little metal clip and you can move it between eight or ten different spots. So you basically just find out what CG works best for the pack that you're running and you don't have to run all the same packs or you can do one with a canopy without that sort of a thing. Uh, tail boom changes out really quick. And I, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see this detail at Urcha. They were talking about it, but apparently you just unscrew two screws and the whole freaking boom falls out of the heli. Yeah, it says to remove the boom, you open two screws, lift the tail belt, and drop, you know, basically just the uh, the plastic ball length. Yep. Interesting. Now, dude, what is up with the retracts? Ah, because they're thinking ahead. For better aerodynamics, they say, there will be an optional retract gear available. Not just for speed, but F3C as an interesting option. As an interesting... I don't so know what polite. that means. Interesting. Interesting. They, they come with a <laughs> like, they, they holy all shit. Come with I did not expect you to spend that much on those <laughs> and a push rod <laughs> gauge. That's pretty cool too. Do you, you see this little tool? Yeah. It's got slots in there so that you can set the length of the push rods. Oh uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Now, interesting. This is the coolest bit. Are you ready? Pricing kit only nine eighty nine US. Whoa. With blades, ten ninety nine US. Available in October. Mm. Okay. Nice. So here's a German heli, all German design and manufactured, I believe just like HD, but a lot cheaper. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not liking the little freaking goatee thing on the how can can i don't understand how they can try i mean dude that boob's got to be a freaking fortune i don't know that's gotta be like it's no different than any aluminum extrusion i mean you can get it and also you could get a freaking star-shaped boom if you wanted i want one (laughs) okay well go for it it'll be a great looking tail case see how that works yeah good luck matching that up no, it's, dude, I I mean, I this one, honestly, truthfully, this one has me a little more intrigued than the HD. I mean, I'm sure the price has has a bit to do with that. I want it because of the, re- the landing gear. Oh, and see, that's, I think, the genuine. Are you being sarcastic, dude? No, I think that'd be cool as shit. Yeah? Yeah. Just for, you know. You've been flying multi-rotors too much. <laughs> I think it'd be cool. It's like, I don't Coming know. Coming in for an auto. Out. Oh, Crap, landing gear are down. <laughs> Halfway down. <laughs> Be real cool till one skid yeah. quits working. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Oh, right? what now? <laughs> Ed, go stand out there. Hold your hands up and close your eyes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it looks pretty interesting. Yeah, it is kind of. Oh, cool. yeah. Okay, so last on the news list. Looks like Spirit has a new fly barless system out. Isn't that a um, cigarette brand? Mm-hmm. 
spirit? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. How are you guys acting like you don't smoke? That's cute. <laughs> yeah. It's cute. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. have a new one out. I guess that addresses some of the concerns with the original one. Jesse, do you know a little bit more about this? Yeah, I tried doing a little bit of research back to the original one, and it, it looks like with this new one, it means definitely a small CNC milled uh, fly barless system. A lot of the specs that they're giving um, in the list is really gearing towards higher amperage, higher capacity servos, um, and just an all-around more capable unit. You, know, you still have the integrated S-Bus, integrated Spectrum, and they throw in a couple interesting things like three times connector for power supply, five times for servos. So they, some people were asking about this further down, never got a ton of clarification on it. But I think they just there, put more lots ports. Of, lots of ports. Yeah, that's what you know, they a, did. That a very a... capable power bus. Um, and, you know, it, it's calling for additional features in future in future updates, GPS capabilities, data logging. Um, and the price of the unit is 185 bucks, And it looks like it's ready for pre-order. So. A lot of people have been saying a lot of good things about it. I mean, I've yeah. heard a lot of good stuff, too. And this one has jetty integration for those people who uh, want to fly it with the jetty, just like V-Control. I wonder if we're going to see the, the pro version at our fun fly. Perhaps. We'll have to see. I don't cool. know. That's a really good question. Because I think it, uh, yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot of good stuff about it, but it originally, yeah, there was a lot of concern. You know, it's like, dude, seems like every fly barless system comes out. Okay, it's out. Why the hell? Put some more damn ports on it. Yeah. Like, I live for the day when I have a fly system where I have, oh, wait for it, an empty port. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it, one that's It worked little... fine on my 250. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> all of the micros we tested it on flew great. <laughs> no. All right, that's all I got for news. Yeah. I got some news. You do? Yeah. Oh. Sammy news. News of the week. Some V-Bar news. What? What? Yeah, V-Bar and, you know, V-Control. Yep. I uh, don't know how to say this, but uh, I know somebody who's flying it. Dieter went to V-Bar. <laughs> you guys thought I was going to say me, but no. I did. I actually did think you were going to say I you. Was, oh, man. Took the plunge. <laughs> so I show up at Dieter's house on the way back, and he's all like, yeah, check it out, man. Got a, what are they called? Neon? Neo. Neo. Neo? Drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm right. like, what in the hell is that? And he goes, yeah, I got a V-Control, too. I'm like, you suck. <laughs> no. That's awesome. No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, good job, Dieter. Yeah. So, at what point does the dark side become the bright side? Mm. I don't think it ever does. I just don't think it ever does. As long as they're fanboys, hey, it's always the dark side, dude. (laughs) It might not be the light side, but it's the right side. Oh no! Buzzing! Boom! That just happened. That. Was yeah, awesome. 
Yeah, well, you know, it's that's Bar, pay- dude. payable to. Uh, I feel Nick a little dirty. Len, L E N N on the last <laughs> name. Hey, I will be flying some V Bar next week. Yes, I will be on a gasser Absolutely. even. Yeah. Rap. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Thank you, Carl. Carl's let me try out his. Uh, he's a brave man. Brave, brave. Very. Man. Let me try well, out his. Uh, oh, geez. It's like a. It's a goblin, also, and V bar. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be hard not to crash it. It is gonna be really seeing hard that to goblin crash it. in you the air. You know what? It man, is it gonna just, be hard. It's Dan, gonna be I easy swear not to if crash. You it. Own a, a goblin or anything from Mikado. In the next few months, I will <laughs> flip the hell out. <laughs> well, you're that's a safe bet. You don't have to worry about it. Because you will get heckled for like at least a year after all of the shit talking you've been doing. I'm warning you, dude, because I, I I'm feeling bad about like I think you're going there. What? What makes you Are think you I'm going, going there? there? He's gonna go there. Ugh. He's gonna go there, and just not not goblin. Don't do that, no, crowler, Jesse. Man. Don't worry, man. And not V bar. All right, stay strong. He's gonna go there. I'll stay strong. Stay strong. He's Jesse. gonna get that gasser, and he's no gonna goblins. go. Damn it! What? The they don't hell? have sunglasses dark enough to hide the goblin. <laughs> to hide no the goblin. shame of flying a goblin. <laughs> you got no, dude. Get the gas conversion for your E seven hundred. Exactly, dude. Oh, yeah. And like you stopped at one there, Poochie. For what? Anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't They're understand like what you're chips, saying. Man. You it's like, one. but. Can't see one? Yeah, he, he's going to stop buying gassers about as well as you quit buying cosmics. Oh, dude, I there's no shame in my cosmic game. It's what I need to use. Yeah, well, he needs variety and oh, he's gonna get, get out mm-hmm. there and get, he's gonna start uh, no dude no <laughs> yeah i pulled that some bitch i beat the hell out of that gasser and i i have it. no problem with dan getting a da- a gasser uh, that that that's not my argument here so what's he the best gasser be on the goblin. market what is what? the best justin pucci what is the best gasser on the market right now I don't know. Yeah, you oh poor shit. What do you mean horse shit? Tell it's, me. E seven hundred conversions. It's the power plant that makes it, dude, not the nah. model. Okay, so you think a Bergen would be great? <laughs> dude. That is low. No. I no. got Burn. you Actually, I got no. you surrounded. I'm t- no, I'm talking about mainstream models. Yeah. Modern air like big old turds like that. You guys, man. Show some respect. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell are you like, talking about? Hey. Can't talk about those old school gassers like that. Why not? Show some respect, youngster. Jeez. Okay, you that's it, don't. Dan. Now you you're 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 destined to get that freaking what what the hell was that thing that Carrie got pissed off at us for bad mouthing? Oh, the the, the freaking- Condor. Was it a condor pterodactyl or some shit? Yeah. Like that? I don't remember. Shark ass bird. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, I don't know what it was. It looked like Phineas. Oh, that was Phineas horrible Phineas and Ferb looking. on the cartoons. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. <laughs> oh, you guys suck. No, don't worry, Justin. I don't care. You know what, Dan? Uh, all joking aside, I just want Dan to get 
a gasser. I really don't care what brand it is. I do think that so he that would Nick really can fly it. Appreciate. I do think that he would really appreciate the like going to the V bar V control side. But again, he doesn't need it. I don't. I, you don't need it. And I just want to see you get out and enjoy the gasser side of it. So we sit here and we joke, but that is what I really want for Dan. And if that's, uh, you know, not that direction, then that's okay. I want to see him enjoying his cool power 700s again. Uh, you'll see that this weekend. That'll be flying. Good. Good. Oh, I, next week. I sent him home next with weekend. Nitro. Yeah, what kind of a nice guy is that? Yeah. Trailer. Nick, what, my what's Nitro happening? reproduced and multiplied I fed Nick's. We fed him. We got him, got his trailer all cleaned up and shipped him <laughs> off with nitro. He, he he goes to leave. He's like, Jesus, man, I am definitely visiting more often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you pencil me in next month? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So we're going to move on. We're done with news, right? Yeah. All right. So, of course, last week we did the big old uh, 200 episode, and we just can't thank our listeners enough for doing a lot of the footwork, finding those clips, and we can't thank Ken enough for actually pulling most of those clips mm-hmm. and helping us get that together. It's a lot of work. It was a lot of work. Uh, we enjoyed it. It was fun. But, you know, we kind of found after we were done, we were like, you know, we started thinking back and kind of remembering some stuff. We're like, Oh, geez, what about, oh my God, that was funny. What about this one? And what about that one? So what we thought we would do is between the four of us, kind of pick a few, not a lot. So don't, don't get, you know, it's not another three and a half hours, but it is a few clips. Um, you know, we each kind of picked one or two and pick, you know, kind of figured out, you know, collectively which ones we thought should make it. And we went ahead and settled on. I think there's six clips total. And um, these are kind of our personal picks. You know, the ones that we picked, obviously some listeners picked these as well. Uh, But we kind of wanted to save them uh, for this episode. So I think we should dive right into it. What do you think? I think we should. All righty. We're going to go ahead and uh, roll it. This first one, everybody... Remembers it because it was fairly recent. A lot of people picked it. <laughs> oh we think it's funny. <laughs> oh, you guys might remember. It's all about the lube. Okay, well, <laughs> hopefully that answered the belt lube question. Let's move on to other things that we get to lube. Let's <laughs> let's uh let's talk about shafts. Oh, I was hoping you'd go I there. I knew next. it. But, um, you skipped over a whole bunch of them just so you could say that. <laughs> he was like, bearings, belts, oh, oh, shafts. There we yeah. go. That's what we need to talk about. All right. You got your main shaft and you got your tail shaft. Sometimes you have a secondary shaft, although that's rare. I'll give you the shaft. You're familiar with the secondary shaft, Nick. You got lots of them. <laughs> yes. How do you lube your shafts? What do you use? Dan, talk to us about shaft lube. I just use the, uh, the, um, the shit. Names escape. It comes in the black container. Come on. we Triflo? What's that? Triflo. Triflo. Yeah. 
That's all I and, use. And you use the oil, so the liquidy <laughs> stuff, not yeah, yeah, the thick yeah. not grease. Yeah, not the thick silicone triflow. How do you do it? Very carefully and with style. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just put a couple drops and then I articulate my uh, swash servos to get it in there. Yeah. I don't think we can do this. <laughs> we do not. I am sorry, but we do I mean, not have he, the maturity on this but, podcast okay, Nick, to talk about Nick, shaft. Just loop. wait a second. We did, I mean, did he have to use, do not. Did he have to use the word articulate? <laughs> no, Isn't that what it no, is? I mean, did, that just why can't added you to say it. Main shaft and tail shaft instead of shaft and secondary shaft. You're putting too much emphasis on the word shaft. <laughs> okay, so we we know how Dan lubes his shafts. Nick, <laughs> <laughs> just some things that are not meant to be with, with K Way, like every other red blooded American. <laughs> oh God, I knew it! I knew it! I this is I my all time favorite. <laughs> Topic. <laughs> no, I see. Uh, Justin is just in heaven. I mean, this is like the best thing in the world for him. Screw talking about motor windings and speed stuff. All he wants to talk about is lubing his shaft. <laughs> okay, let's move on from the shaft. No, 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 okay. no, no. In all seriousness, am, is that wrong? No, I, I use Triflow. Yeah, that's exactly what you I use. Me. Triflow. You asked me Definitely. how I applied it. Were you just setting me up there? Is that what you no, were doing? No, I wasn't because no. I'll tell you why. It's a big pain in the butt uh, when on, on the main shaft in particular, you've got the swash driver arms and the links. Yeah. And the the Triflow bottle, I lost the little extension straw thing a long time ago. Yeah. And so trying to get the actual bottle in there and not squirt oil all over the freaking What about place, laying your heli on its side? Yeah, well, I do that, but I'm lazy. I don't want to do that. I mean, it's standing up. I don't need to support it. Why can't I figure out how to make it work that way? And then if you put too much on, it starts spilling over the the heim ball on the swash plate and down towards the links. So it's got to be only like a drop or two. How often? For me, every five flights. Ooh. Or at the beginning of every flying session. Really? That's yep for me. Beginning of uh, wow, every... my poor electrics. I'm so used to dirty ass nitros. But I am also <laughs> very sparing with it. I am not the type that just goes out there and you know <laughs> just freaking douches it all over the swash and lets it run down the main shaft all the way down through the middle. <laughs> I give up. Yes. <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick likes a little friction. <laughs> oh my God, this is so fucked up. <laughs> it's kind of like one of those grudge. You, you know the next word. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. No, I, I, I can't. I can't because I know. It's like when you know you're going to fail at something. 
<laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, tail shafts. No, no, no. We're not done yet. <laughs> oh, Dan. Because is... I'm serious. I mean, I want to go serious, and you guys are all getting all preschool on me here. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Okay. So I got a, no. I got an issue very then. Very small. Very, very small amount. I I mean, uh, one to two. I will do one drop. Uh, Seriously, before the, every session, every flight, every yes. time you go to no, b- no, before like at the beginning of each day flying. So if I'm going out for a, a you know a, oh a day of flying, I will do it. I do one drop between the inner and outer swash as I spin the head around to work some uh, lube in there, and then I do uh, one drop in the actual like hind ball in the swash, move everything around. And that's all. That's all that I do up there. I had no idea helicopters had hymens. Oh yeah, I went there. Okay, now he t- man he's taking it too far. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one where we had to really work on our maturity, and we failed miserably. Yeah, we did. <laughs> you had the oh. opportunity to step up to the plate, and you struck out. Totally lost. Well, it's hard because it's like you know the yeah. second. I mean, it was a valid subject, but we just don't. I knew it. I knew going into that, it was like, this one's going to go sideways. We're not going to get all the way through it, and we're totally going to screw it up. And then you also have to know that for every inappropriate comment, Dan is going to take that times 10 and throw in the <laughs> that awkward comment that just is like, whoa. I love it. I love the awkward silence. You do. You are the king of awkward silence. <laughs> we had, I think we actually had a couple of listeners come up to us at Snohomish and mention that episode. And somehow, I, I still can't remember exactly how, what came out of that is that now ever so often as we were walking up and down the flight line, someone would put their hand out and they would extend their thumb and forefinger and move it in an up and down motion as if to suggest <laughs> they were lubing a shaft between their thumb and forefinger. And so that's now, that's like the universal sign for that episode. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. So moving along, I, I believe this one is, uh, I referred to him in the other, in two, 200 about those first clips that we do. This is a first clip, isn't it? This is. No, this is an end clip. Oh, an is this outro. A, so, this is yeah. an outro from outtakes for the intro of this show. Okay. Well, Nick goes off on this one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, go ahead and roll that one. We'll see what that's all about. All right. One seventy five, right? One seventy five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After that, shift it, shift it, shift it. Then when you get it on the rev lever, it's like. And this look of complete ecstasy on your face. Like, there's that itch scratched. And then if you plug it, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Oh my god! <laughs> and then if it goes real bad, you just throw a rod. 
I need a wet wipe. (laughs) (laughs) Clean up. Clean up aisle four. Clean up aisle four. Get the pit crew in the. (laughs) Bring the hook. This one ain't rolling back. Oh, shit. I bet the itch is gone, though. You certainly don't want to stick your finger back there before it or you'll blow your fucking hand off. Oh, oh shit, I'm dying. I have no voice. Oh, wait. Here we go. All right. Cross between a rock and a Lannis Morissette. (laughs) (laughs) You guys need to stop. (laughs) Oh, jeez, Nick. That's starting to sound like I used to. Shit. Crap. (laughs) That's all it's going to take, too. (laughs) Right after the intro, it's coming, Dan. We're never going to get to the intro. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. All right, <clears throat> 175, right? Yep. <clears throat> don't do it. I swear to God, don't do it. It's gonna start. It's gonna start as a growl. Just. A <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> Can't do I was it. waiting for you to. Do it. <laughs> no, I did it. I wasn't gonna do it. Okay. All right, here we go. <clears throat> oh man. <laughs> That Holy happens cow. a lot, that kind of stuff. Oh, my goodness. It really does happen often. Yeah. I mean, I think That's... a lot of the outtakes that you've got in your little, you know, archives, Dan, is just us trying to get to the intro. Yeah, pre-show. Yep. Trying to start. Yeah. Getting, yep. getting it, rolling. I think it's because, you know, we hit, it's like we hit that, you know, we record on Fridays usually. It's It's late Friday night. And uh, we're all just done. You know, it's like, screw work. I'm done. And I need to let go a little bit. And uh, shit happens. Yeah. And sometimes it's tough getting it, getting it going. And it just rolls on like that. But it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I, that's one of my all-time favorites. I mean, absolute just favorites. Because I hurt so bad the next day from that. I had no voice. And my stomach hurt. It was just, that was intense. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, for sure. All right. Um, I mentioned last week, and I did play one uh, clip of Rob doing his email thing. And I kind of wanted to put together, uh, with Ken's help, I got put together this montage. And it's, uh, you know, it's a few of them. And there's a few things that uh, to take notice here. Uh, they start in the very beginning, around episode 10 or so, he starts doing this. They start really basic. And as you, you'll notice as you we get towards the end, there's not a lot of them. I think there's like five of them or six of them. But you'll notice that as he does them, they get more and more convoluted and weird. So go ahead and roll that, Nick, and we'll take a listen. So if I wanted to get in touch with you, Rob, how would I do it? Well, get a chisel and a hammer and then chisel out some hieroglyphics. But you might have to go to school to figure out what what they are. 
and so that I can read them the right way. Um, or mm -hmm. if you want to just cop out and do it the easy way, you can just send an email to rob at rclavation.com. Rob, what would I do if I wanted to get in touch with you? Well, you could whittle a deer antler into your message and then bury it and compress it and then redig it up like a fossil and have an archaeologist uh, take a, a, a scratching of it for you and then mail it to me. Um, <laughs> or it might be easier just to email me, rob at rchellynation.com. And if you wanted to get in touch with Rob, you would do what, Rob? Uh, well, I suppose you could uh, take a piece of steel and bend it in the shape of your message and then turn it into a branding iron and then brand uh, a cow and then have a cowboy rustle up the cow and bring it back to the barn so that you could read it. Uh, and then you could uh, type it out after you've read it and then uh, fax it to me. Or, you know, I guess what would be easier is you could just email me at rob at rclenation.com. And if I wanted to get in touch with you, Rob, how would I uh, how would I do that? Well, what you'd want to do is you would want to go find a deaf person and get the deaf person's uh, translator to record a video of <laughs> them with the little translator bubble person in the corner translating uh, the sign language, and then have an interpreter read <laughs> that sign language and type it out on a stenographer. Once you have that, then you can mail it to me, and then I'll read it, and then I'll respond to you. Or, you know, what's probably easier is just to email me at rob at rclenation.com. Rob, if I wanted to get in touch with you, what would I do? Well, the first thing you'd want to do is you would want to steal uh, Marty McFly's DeLorean and drive it at 88 miles an hour until you go back in time. And once you've done that, then you want to write a letter to Doc Brown uh, with your question or comment and make sure they get that in his pocket so that he finds that in the future. But because you need to send it to me, you need to go back to the future and then uh, push Doc Brown over right before the Libyans shoot him in the chest and steal that letter and run uh, away from the mall. And then uh, once you've got that, um, then you can uh, send it to me via Morse code and then I'll pick it up on my CB radio and then uh, I'll read it. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just uh, email me at rob at rchellynation.com. Sven, a.k.a. Rob, a.k.a. NextGen, how would I get in touch with you if I wanted to do such? You can't. <laughs> yodel. <laughs> yodel. You have to yodel your loudest. <laughs> I, don't, I don't exist. <laughs> he doesn't exist. A witness protection program. Yeah. No, but you can get a hold of me if you want to. I, uh, the easiest way to do it, I think, is to go to the Apple store just before closing so it's there's not a lot of people in there and then spell out your question or your comment on all the iPads and then line them up on the bench and then take a picture of it with your cell phone camera and uh, and then just email it to uh, um, TMZ and then when they play it on their show I'll record it, I'll DVR it and then I'll listen to your question and then uh, I'll, I'll send you a, a letter in a bottle, and hopefully it lands in some water, and then you can get it back. So <laughs> oh, that works. That's, nice. that's beautiful. <laughs> yes, it was. Or you can just email me at rob at rchellynation.com. If I wanted to get in touch with you, Rob, how would I do that? That's easy. What you can do 
is uh, you can uh, hop on Luke Skywalker's uh, spaceship and fly to the Death Star and learn how to use the Force. And then you can levitate one of those little hologram uh, communicators into my back pocket. And then I'll feel it and take it out and it'll pop up and I'll hear your message. And then I'll reply and have Han Solo fly it back to uh, that, uh, that planet that Yoda was banished on. And then hopefully if Yoda can get off of there early enough, then he can bring that back to you so you can hear my reply um, back uh, in the past again. Um, or if you want, you could just email me at rob at rchillynation.com. Rob, how would I get in touch with you if I wanted to do that? Well, the, I think what you would probably want to do is um, go to your airport, your nearest airport, and try and uh, get somebody to scalp you their seat, their ticket, and fly to the United Kingdom and steal the Jetman's uh, jet-powered wingsuit thing that he gets when he flies. You guys have seen that video. So mm-hmm. steal that thing from that guy and then get loaded up and then Jetman back across the Atlantic Ocean, refuel halfway through there. And then what you do is you want to come down on a, as, up with your parachute and land on top of uh, the Empire State Building and then just hang a flag there that has your message. And uh, I'll get out my telescope and I'll see if I can find it. Um, and then I'll reply. Very nice. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, if, you, if you'd rather, you could just email me at rob at rchillynation.com. What about you, Rob, if I wanted to get in touch with you? Well, yeah, if you want to get in touch with me, I mean, the, the easiest way I think to do it would be to go to uh, Universal Studios and find they have an exhibit of the old Quantum Leap swag and steal that little Quantum Leap gadget that made that guy go into other people's bodies and then go into my body when I was a kid and write a letter and bury it in my yard and then come back to the future and write another note but stick it in my uh, suitcase so that when I go to Urcha, I'll open it and I'll find it. And then when I get back, it'll give me something to do. And then I can dig this hole up like a time capsule. And I'll have your your note from the past that's from right now. And I'll read it. And then, uh, you know, maybe I'll reply to you if I, if I feel like it. Or if you want to. I mean, you don't have to. But if you want to, you could just reach me at rob at rchillynation.com. How did he come up with all I, those? I don't know. Man. You what? can hear the, the, the gears nerd. turning. As it yeah. progresses and it and you, gets more and more fluid, it's just like it's like he's <laughs> writing a story, a nerd story. You know what I mean? A lot of Star Wars, a lot of time travel. Yeah, 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 a lot of time travel. <laughs> that was Rob. He was uh, zany like that. I don't know. I don't know how he did it, but he was able to pull it off. He did that pretty much every episode. Uh, and as you get the progression of it, <laughs> you could it started it was real basic at first. It got more and more strange as, as we went along. <laughs> so this next clip, I mentioned it. I, I don't know if I, I, I may have mentioned it. I may not have, but I think we talked about it briefly was this runaway episode of Rob and his Nitro. And uh, so this one is, a re- I wanted to pull this one because this is a pretty damn funny story. Uh, oh, we're my God. Run that one, Nick, and we'll uh, listen to Rob tell us about his I, runaway. I remembered. Listen to this. And I remember the first time I heard it. Oh, geez. What a disaster. All right, here we go. 
do it. And it's funny too, because at the same time I'm going, this is the scariest thing in my life I've ever done. <laughs> oh my God, that banking turned two feet away from those tree. That tree bank was awesome. And then here it comes back at me. Fuck, I better duck, you know? And, uh, <laughs> that went on for probably two minutes or so in the cul-de-sac there. And, Filled the whole thing up with nitro fumes. I had this thing turn way rich, right? And uh, so there's like this combination. There's this like smell of adrenaline and nitro fumes in the air, right? And, fear uh, and fear. Fear, right? <laughs> fear and urine, you know, and maybe a little puke in the back of my mouth. I don't know. Uh, but uh, when all was said and done, the, the, the last thing I remember is the helicopter was pyroing uncontrollably. And it was getting smaller and smaller and <laughs> quieter and quieter and smaller. And and I'm standing there. And you could imagine if you, like, drove by and you'd see this kid staring up into the air with uh, old 72 megahertz transmitter like he's about to go fishing or something like that. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm like, we got to chase that. And so me and my buddy and my brother go, start going running and we're trying to follow it. And every now and then I would stop and we'd all listen and just barely could hear in the background you know you see this little speck and we ran probably for 10 minutes through the woods and down these back dirt roads and i bent the transmitter antenna you know i'm thinking i had the thing extended i'm trying to run through trees and stuff with it and finally we were standing in the middle of the woods didn't remember which direction we came to get in there and i'm just like fuck <laughs> well i guess that's that and i look at my controller i'm like at least i have this though you know and uh <laughs> so I'm sure, you know, some kid probably on his way home or playing outside on the, uh, on his farm or something like that found this helicopter. I mean, shit, the thing probably had like seven, eight minutes left worth of fuel in the thing, maybe six minutes, but it was constantly climbing and heading south. And so, you know, it's going to keep doing that till the motor dies. And I don't know where the pitch was at, but it's either going to sort of auto or dump just way off I'm miles away, I'm sure, you know, and. Uh, but I never heard high or tail of that ever again, you know, and, um, I carried that controller around me with me for a while, you know, and eventually one day I was just like, you know, I got to get rid of this thing. This thing has bad mojo. And so, but, uh, there, yeah, so needless to say, I stayed out of the hobby for a long time. I think that was, oh, that must've been 1996. I think that that happened. And then I didn't get back into helicopters until, um, March of 2008, and wouldn't you know it, the first helicopter that I tried to restart with was not only an electric, but it could fit in the palm of my hand because it was a Walker 4.3. I'm like, I'm not losing this fucker. There's no way I know how. <laughs> uh, so, you know, there's uh, yeah. one other there's one other part to that story uh, that's actually, I think, really funny. And that's that's the uh, the part of the story where you have it in your basement. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, I've got this thing all tuned up and I'm, I've got the starter and I've been playing around with putting it on the starter cone and stuff like that. And, uh, I'm like, uh, you know what? I'm going to fire this up. I'm going to give it a shot. I've never heard a nitro engine before. I, I've never messed with a chainsaw or any other small motor or anything like that. So I didn't know what to expect. Um, so I get this thing started and all of a sudden, brruh, brruh, <laughs> I'm like trying to run back and get the controller. I don't know what's going on. I'm holding the the head and I'm sure I'm jacking up with the clutch and stuff like that. And the whole basement just turns into smoke. And all of a sudden I hear from behind me, Rob, what the hell are you doing? And I look back and it's my mom standing on the stairs. I'm looking at her and the, the helicopters, I just turned the helicopter off and I'm standing there like I was caught red handed with candy in my hand or something. And, uh, well, I just wanted to see it start. And she's like, I don't remember what she said, but did, she was pissed off. Did you follow that up with, uh, mom? I think I puked a little. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have a, do you have any Pepto-Bismol and some breath mints? 
<laughs> so anyway, we had a little yeah. detour there, Chris, from your conversation, but I just, that is such a funny story. And there's a lot of listeners that probably remember it, uh, but there's also a lot of listeners that probably haven't heard it. Dude, it's, it's, you know, and the moral of the story, it was all pretty funny. It was exciting. The moral of the story, pre-flight check. Yeah. Anything. I think man. that's actually what we were talking about when that you came. You were, out. yeah, yeah. There it is, the flyaway. <laughs> that's that. That uh, is a feat that I have never experienced nor seen. Both Rob and Dieter have had flyaways. That's right. Yeah, man. That's right. Have you ever had one, Dan? I've never had a flyaway. Jesse? No, I've never had one. Dieter got his back. Yeah, he's Dieter well, got his okay, back. Yeah, after that's a fair. while. That's after fair. a while. Yeah, five miles later, Rob didn't just turn his transmitter off. <laughs> Set it down. Oh well, it'll come back. Those were some good stories from way back in the day, uh, way back in the beginning. Um, always appreciated the way Rob told stories, and uh, you know that was just one of the mem- more memorable ones uh, we wanted to play for you. So moving along, uh, a very recent episode. Um, Justin, you know, he's talking about uh, some ordering he was doing for his jetty. Something oh about switch covers or switches or something to that effect. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember this. So we're going to go ahead and play that one. I'm sure you guys remember this one here recently. <laughs> so you got extras. I got In s- case that got, one ever wears got out. got seven extras. Now you we'll see. I, I don't know. Extra switches, bitches. Yeah. What is this? Tell me about this switch cover. Like a cover for the actual switch or like just the nut? Is it rubber? No, dude, if it was a nut cover, then I'd call it a nut cover. You're such a tool. Mm. (laughs) Is that a dick joke? Oh, come on. (laughs) Maybe someone should explain it. Yes. Now I would actually like some clarification, please. Okay. It is an actual... A cylindrical piece of aluminum, anodized red or whatever color you want. It's got a hole in in it, and it's got a little set screw in the side. So you slip it down over the metal switch and tighten the set screw, and you now have... Does it... What? Does it make the switch longer, or what's the... Does it excite the switch? Yeah. (laughs) Now that was a dick joke, bitch. That, that, that was definitely a dick joke. And it came from Jesse. Jeez, no, no man. mine was actually sincere. When like, you slip it over so the you, switch, oh, does it go Does it make the switch longer? Or, no, no, no. Um, no, no, no. Mine was sincere. So you put this aluminum piece over the switch with the set screw. Is it literally just to protect it from wear? Does it make the switch longer? I guess so you can well, change the colors. First and I, foremost, Jesse, it makes it look cool. Okay. Okay. But actually what I found, so there's actually quite a benefit to it. It has uh, sort of, uh, I don't know, portions of the cylinder are different diameters. So it actually has like a contour to it. And when I, now when I uh, set my finger on it, my finger kind of actually goes right in between two of the contours and it's a lot more comfortable. It's not slipping off the switch anymore. Because you know all regular radio switches are just they're they're like the flat steel piece. 
There's no mm-hmm. grip. There's no texture. I got to look this up. Yeah, look it up. I, I really like them. Do I just Google like switch nut covers or what do I? Yeah, look up Seacraft. Uh, switch cap. Yeah, switch cap. S-E-C-R-A-F-T. Did you get the normal, the medium, or the long? I got the medium and the long. The magnum. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you can get them black anodized, Dan. Ooh. Oh. Well, now that go you, ahead, you do kind of have my... Why, why, why don't you go... <laughs> there you oh, jeez, man. This is this is headed oh, in man. no good direction, Jesse. And I just want to let you know that you started it. I am, I'm looking at these pictures and I'm still confused. What is confusing? I just... I don't see... Uh, the benefit, I guess. I'm just, uh, I mean, I feel like I'm perfectly happy with my own switch. I don't need to cover it up with something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might only be a normal or maybe even a medium on a good day, but it's, my, it's mine. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. but the problem is, Nick, yours is a momentary switch. <laughs> Just springs right back. <laughs> it used to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's even what worse. A worn out momentary switch. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my. laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I think I just peed myself. <laughs> Game over. Game over, <laughs> you win. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Nick, zero. Dick joke, one. One. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> oh. All right. I almost had ready? some beverage come through the nose. There. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to move on from the switch caps. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this call. Dude, Nick. <laughs> I, I mean, we could just go on. I, st- I still don't get it, but they look I I could see the appeal. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. I'm good. Take a deep breath, Nick. I'm good. All right. Here we go. In addition to the modifications <laughs> of my <laughs> <radio>. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll take a drink. I'll be good. All right, I installed the J logs. I'm gonna mute my my headphones for a minute. I'll be right back. You guys not- keep going. <laughs> we must charge on. All right, I installed the J logs. These things are freaking awesome, man. Now, I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen the J logs before. They're it's a little tiny. It's almost about the size, twice the size of like a micro SD card. And it you know, I see a really bad pattern here, guys. Yeah. Our jokes tend Our to joke be. Themes. <laughs> yeah. 
our joke themes. Uh, like I'm, I'm kind of feeling like I'm. Th- we're throwing ourselves under the bus. They're when all we do these related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what, Poochie, I blame you for Dude, that. Dude, and here's the thing: I did not bring up any dicks in any of the previous freaking <laughs> clips. Those are, Jesse started that last one. Dan was the one before that, right? Yeah, maybe. Sure. I, don't know. I still feel I like just it's, I still feel like it's your fault. Or maybe medium yeah. on a good day. But it's mine. <laughs> the momentary switch. <laughs> it used to spring right back. <laughs> That's funny stuff right there, man. Oh. Dude, here's the deal. Dick, Dick jokes, jokes are, are funny. funny. They are. They are. Yeah. They're they're funny. They're good. Yeah. yeah. And planker's don't get them. Yeah. So I think that makes it even better. Jiner jokes are funny too, but Jiner jokes are very good. But you got you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta walk the line when you're doing you know, there's no That's line true. with dick jokes. That that is the key, dude. And there's no I mean, there's lines with all the other potential joke paths, right? Yeah. Except for maybe balls. <laughs> oh you just love for the opportunity to bring uh, balls up. That's what you live for. Balls. <laughs> balls. God, you. Oh man, that uh, uh, that episode where we were talking about you putting the heating pad down your pants. Yeah, at the field, and <laughs> standing out on the flight line with the extension cord hanging out. Oh your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I remember that. All about that. Oh. <laughs> well, Justin, you'll be happy to know that this next clip um goes the other direction to some extent. It does, dude. It this does. is why I chose it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a throwback to like way, way back, episode twelve. JC Zankle and uh, I would imagine Rob. I can't remember exactly who's in there, but go ahead and uh Go ahead and roll that one, Nick. I had never flown 3D in real life, so when when that came about, that's where I got my first real big start with uh, with Thunder Tiger. Yeah. So let me ask you this: You're 16 years old. You're a sponsored pilot. You're kind of, you know, flying helicopters. So you're at school. Is telling girls that you're a essentially a pro <laughs> RC? Is that a panty dropper? <laughs> does that does that drop panties I, for you? Or? I can't say that it uh, it worked all the time, but yeah, I, I, there was a few. <laughs> no kidding. Must have been something besides the RC helicopter part. You must have had some other line that you're not telling us because maybe you know I don't our, know. <laughs> in our experience, in our experience, telling girls that you play with toys really is a turnoff. <laughs> yeah, well, you know they play with toys too. They just don't tell everybody. Yeah, Ooh. there you go. Ooh. Toys with- <laughs> <laughs> that anyway. is true. And some of their toys actually rotate, probably. They do, yeah. I'm sure they're, uh, you know, 15,000, 13,000 uh, RPM devices, you know. There's a there's a bad vibration problem with them, though. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Something's not around there. Yeah. All right. This is, this is starting to degradate. So we, <laughs> you, you, you find yourself out and about. You're at Urchi. You're learning about helicopters and... And it just explodes from there, right? I mean, things just... See, it started way back. (laughs) It It did. did. It had nothing to do (laughs) with us. It's like the foundation. (laughs) Yep. 
they were a little bit better to get back on track and not run with it. Where I feel like we don't have any self control. <laughs> yeah, oh, it, there it, is once no, it yeah. goes off the rails. If it's, that it's happened off. with the four of us right now, that would have been it. Oh it my would have god! Been ten Episode. minutes of just <laughs> that week would have been done. That's a half an hour. <laughs> It would have been its own little short episode today on 10 Minute Dildo Talk. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing you episode (laughs) 17.5. Take 32 and action. That was was definitely a blast from the past. You're right. I think from the get-go, even the first version of the show, I, you know, there wasn't a lot of dick jokes back then. It was uh, mostly um, those type of jokes, you know, the fair sex jokes, I guess. You know, it's mm-hmm. funny, though. Uh, we've pissed a lot of people off. Yeah. We really we have. And, uh, <laughs> In fact, <laughs> that's like the common theme. may or... cause a couple of emails to come through. <laughs> yeah. But, <sighs> you know, I mean. Uh, you got you got to be able to laugh. Yeah, oh man, joke. we've had what? we've had. What the, would the world I don't be like? Appreciate it without dick you know, jokes. Dickless? I feel the only time that I feel bad is for like the new listeners that don't know, and you know maybe they're sitting there. They're friends, work. like yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're at work, or yeah, their yeah. families there. Yeah, um, I'm sure that gets real. Real. Oh, listen to <laughs> RC Heli Nation. They said. Yeah, they were going to talk <laughs> about helicopters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they said it was a family show. My mother was sitting right there. Yeah, craziness. Uh, a lot of fun though, that's for sure. Oh yeah, and and Dan, as early as episode twelve, apparently you were. I mean, was that the first time you ever asked the panty dropper question? I d- holy cow! You need some new lines. No, that's dude. a good one. Yeah, that's we've played reoccurring. Oh, no, that's well, an- I, no. I actually like it because each person he asks gives a different answer. I know that's the point of that. That's question. the good part about it, and 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 it's sort of like gone down in RCHN history to the point where if you've got a pro you're going to interview and they know enough about the history. They should probably be going through their head knowing, like, Dan's going to ask me about the panty dropping. (laughs) Yeah, but he always asks it to the, like, to the kids where it's right at that age. Don't you? And and it makes for that, like. it comic gold because of the awkward moment so awkwardness. It's like, you know, the, the moment, the best awkward moment that I created was, and we talked about it last week, was the. Uh, Nick Maxwell question about the bird. <laughs> yep. Those, oh, that two or three seconds was, <laughs> it was, it was bliss. I just wanted to crawl in a hole and be yeah. like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're let me know person that you can't stand being in an elevator with other people that aren't talking. You just no, got to talk I can because that's not awkward. But like <laughs> those awkward moments, they're, that's the whole purpose. That's why dick jokes were created. To break those no, up, dude. break the side. How, yeah, how do you throw that in? It's like, I mean, that doesn't make you any sense do whatsoever. No, no, no. He Here's asked what Nick Maxwell to. about being a virgin, and then there's like three or four seconds of awkward silence, and out of nowhere, Nick pops out and is like, "Dick, <laughs> dick joke." <laughs> yeah, like Look, dick joke. <laughs> Here's now the that, deal, guys. That's comic gold, right Here's there. The whole point of that awkward silence is awkward when it's unintended, but when you try to create it and you're successful at it 
when you make it happen intentionally, that is awesomeness. <laughs> little piece of heaven. It is. Haven't you ever done that to some, like, <laughs> I mean, you just do, I mean, like, I don't know, someone you don't like at work, maybe, or, and you just create a situation where. All the time. And it's just straight up awkward. Like, it's like, they don't even, they don't even know how to respond. I love that. And that's what that panty dropper question does, because I get to see how, you, you notice I don't, I've never asked that same question to the same person. It's twice. like, oh, it's yeah. like yeah. interviewing someone. You it's get to see. those questions that you see how they think. How they react to it. Yeah. How they respond. Thinking on their feet. I love it. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesomeness. So that about wraps that up, right? That's the, you know, there's others, obviously. I mean, we, you know, you got 600 plus hours of audio floating around out in the interwebs. It's tough to find, you know, a couple episodes, uh, you know, a couple shows worth of, you know, best of clips, but, um, and those were the, those were the side splitters for me. Yeah. I mean, you know, and yeah. when you're there, we're going and through, left. we're going to see, we're going to go, Oh, like Nick and, you know, a few of us have already said, remember that other one? There's plenty more out there. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. When you're there and you're laughing, and then, and then you listen to it the next day, and you laugh just as hard. That's when you know it's good. Yeah, write that one down. Oh, like Dude, I, I, was almost, at, uh... I almost ran off the road this week listening to episode two hundred. <laughs> when I was at Nick's listening to the show, oh, yeah, that's right. I was had my headphones on, and I couldn't really hear what anybody was doing or saying or or whatever. We were watching a movie. Yeah, we were in the living room hanging out. <laughs> and occasionally I would just find myself laughing and I'd obviously know I'm laughing and I'd look over and everybody's kind of looking at me like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> we're watching a movie. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, and I've heard that, you know, many times going through those clips and, you know, being there when it was recorded. It's a lot of fun. You know, this, um, that's one of the, pay- man, to, especially this past couple of weeks when we, you know, get the response on uh, on the Heli Freak Threads you know, and people thanking us for doing this and, and, you know, we get those, those posts and those emails, that's the payback. And we've said it forever. That is the payback. It's like, that's what helps us remember for me anyway. That's what helps me remember what all this, this rigmarole and this weekly grind that sometimes, frankly, it's a grind, right? It is because that's, but it, it just reminds us what, what we're doing it for. And it's just yep. a lot of fun. Take it for granted sometimes, I think we do. You know, um, it's not easy. If it were, everybody would be doing it. And uh, we've fought our battles internally. And, and here we are 200 episodes later uh, with many, many, many more hundreds of episodes to go. So, yep. and you think about that for, for one minute. Think about it. We're talking for two and a half hours a week on RC helicopters, but yet we still manage to keep our interest, to keep our listeners' interest, and just go about it. I mean, that's when I talk to to friends. You know, I don't really talk about the podcast to people who aren't in the hobby, but occasionally it comes up, and they're like, you know, you tell them how long a show is, <laughs> they're like, wait a minute. You and four guys can sit and talk for two to three hours about those. Yeah, no, 
Easy. The, you get the what do you talk yeah, about question. Like, you know, that's but then, you know, I'd, I I would never, you know, you, you know, you sh- you let a friend that's not into the hobby listen to a section or just a short clip. I would never subject the podcast to somebody who just isn't into the hobby cuz I could imagine. But even those that aren't into the hobby that do listen on occasion and they generally probably never listen to the full show, but nonetheless they listen and they enjoy what they're hearing. They're not really into the content. Mm-hmm. So that says a lot. You know, there's there's an entertainment value there that, yep. that we really kind of, it's a lot of fun. Obviously, you heard it today. It's Well, yeah, and especially like shows like these last couple, you know, when we're grabbing all those, we pick the, be- the best of the best, the funniest clips, and you pile all those together. There's not many people out there that wouldn't chuckle a few times going through those episodes. Yeah. I don't know, guys. It's been a fun 200 episodes. This is 201. I can't just, that's, man, 200. It's freaking. Oh, cr- man. Scared the shit out of me. What was that? Was that, that was a quarter dropping on the floor. Oh, here it, oh, it just finished its spin. That scared the fucking piss out of me. <laughs> Jesus. It sounded really loud in my Dude, it was. It sounded loud here, too. Yeah, it was loud. <laughs> oh, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, uh, where was that? Professional. Uh, What's that? <laughs> Talking about how professional we were. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We're amateurs. That's what it boils down to. It's been a lot of fun. I look forward to continue and uh, making more episodes and doing what we do. Uh, I'm really happy with the the crew that we have now. It's very just a good good solid group of guys, and I think that we're kind of on a stride so it's kind of nice that's pretty much all i have i mean if you guys are got anything you want to add that'd be great or we can wrap it up really it depends on what uh what you want to do there no dude i think i think you said it all to you by the legendary Burt Kammerer. BK Servo is proud to present to you its new line of cordless microcyclic and mini tail servos. When you don't want to compromise on performance, but are looking for an affordable, high-voltage servo to keep your 360-class heli locked in no matter what you throw at it, look no further than the BK DS3001 HV Cyclic Servos. Designed specifically to handle the rigors of today's 360 to 380 millimeter models, the BK DS3001 HV High Torque Cyclic Micro Servos will keep you connected. And for amazing tail performance, look no further than the BK DS5005 HV Mini High Speed Tail Servo, which will hold through the worst that you can throw at it. BK Servo. Coming to a 360-class heli near you. We talked about it at the beginning, but we got our fun fly coming up. As far as that episode, when will it be released? I I hope to have it done. I've got a long-ass drive. So if I can get back home at a decent hour on Monday, I hope to have it out by that night. But I would probably count on that episode coming out Tuesday after might be Monday but probably maybe Tuesday might be the day you look for it 
Looking forward to that. Again, thank you to our sponsors. Ah, premier sponsors for the Fun Fly. Progressive RC, Skyfish, and Demon Arrow. All righty. Yeah. So I guess that leaves us at uh, emails, Nick. If I wanted to get in touch with you, how would I do it? I feel like I... <laughs> I feel so puny just saying yeah. my email now. Th- thanks, Rob. Nick at uh, Yeah, you can send me Nick at rchelionation.com. How about you, Justin? You could also send me an email at nick at rchelionation.com <laughs> or, or justin at rchelionation.com. Uh-oh, pressure's on, Jesse. Uh, it's, I mean, insignificant once again. Uh, jesse at rchelionation.com. I'm Dan. You can reach me at dan at rclanation.com. Dan can read on the forums. Facebook It's going crazy, you know. Uh, what, 4,500? 4, 4,500, dude, yeah. in yeah, like two nuts. likes. Yeah, so go poke your friends. Make them like. We need two more to get 4,500. <laughs> Was that a dick joke? Was <laughs> <laughs> that a dick joke? Don't you poke on Facebook anymore? I don't know. Isn't that a word? Uh, <laughs> no, you don't poke. My wife would be really pissed. <laughs> oh, I thought you poked on Facebook, no? Is that a MySpace no, thing? No, there's no what? Facebook. I mean, you can poke You might want to check yeah, the web address on that I'm one. I'm not sure you <laughs> want to. I don't know. I always thought people said, poke me on Facebook. No? <laughs> I don't know. Just keep saying poke, Just... please. Poke me on Facebook. Poke me, poke me. <laughs> All righty. Uh, let's see. Uh, web page. You want to listen or listen, maybe talk other heli guys on the chat box. You can do that. www.rchelionation.com. Store questions, Ken at rchelionation.com. You can answer them all. By the way, Ken will be out at the fun fly. Be sure to give him a high five. Maybe, you know, he doesn't drink. So bring him a Pepsi, right? Maybe a glass of water. Thank you for all the help that he does for us. He does amazing stuff for us. And I do believe, oh, can't forget, absolutely cannot forget. As we recording the sh- as we are record, I'll slow down a little bit. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> as we are recording this show, it is September 11th, and it's the 14 year anniversary. Is the wrong word, but 14 years ago, um, of course, 9/11, 2001. And the only thing I'm going to say is. You know, we just can't forget about it. This has been episode 201. We sure hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we've enjoyed making it. Have a good week, guys. See you next Monday. Was it a long dick joke or a short dick joke? <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably somewhere right in the middle. Penis. <laughs> This has been a production of RC Heli Nation LLC and is brought to you by Soco Heli Tools, Progressive RC, Rev Electrics USA, Lower Heli, BK Servos, and Spartan Flybarless Systems. If you have any comments or questions, please feel free to send us an email. Ha, 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 ha.
had to spread the wealth a little bit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank God for pop filters on mic. All right. Topic du jour. Does that mean topic du jour? Is that what that means? I don't know. I'm not very good with my en français. You're not good with Latin? <laughs> <laughs> is it Latin? He's, I don't he's know. already hit three nationalities <laughs> tonight. I'm just getting started. It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. Isn't that how that song goes? Yes, it is. Oh, my God. You know that song, Nick? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I just lost a little respect for you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you didn't have any to begin with. <laughs> you home boys ready? Let's do it. Let's do this. Let's do another Gen Zace commercial. Gen A? I'll start this one as well. So the shut up, Crickethead. You're you're annoying me. Well, you're throwing me <laughs> off my game, cat. I'm not sure quite how to follow this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, fucking cat. Um, yeah. Get him. Go yeah. Gen Zace. <laughs> how was that? We sure good? Can, uh, that's a wrap. Perfect. <laughs> Hobbyparts.com. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we'll just do our thing. Yep. 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 I'll quit playing in the chat box. <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> Getting ready? I'm rubbing one out. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Almost I done. I think it's worse that you feel you need an audience. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey, man, whatever does it for you, I just don't want to be a part of the audience. Don't forget. What am I not forgetting? We didn't choose the thug life. The thug life <laughs> chose us. Uh, I don't know. I... Well, I hear the nation coming. They're rolling around the bend. I hear they got a fun fly, but I don't know when. I'm stuck in crappy weather. With the lines to fly. And when the sun finally comes out, I hang my head and cry. <laughs> <laughs> He's here all week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Be sure and tip your waitress. <laughs> nice. That actually was really good. Dude. That was. Is that a Miller Lite? That is a Miller Lite. <laughs> it's a Miller Lite kind of night. Oh, I hear some clinking of the ice in the <laughs> that's right in the tumbler, yo. It's called uh, Cold Be Gone. Who's ready to fly this weekend? I'm ready to fly alone. <laughs> you ready bitches. to go solo this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to play with your sticks solo? Yep. Yeah, nice and slow-like. Yeah. With a little bit of tube eight going on in the background. Sure, why not? Slide a few, few more inches away from your computer. <laughs>
some tri-flow. <laughs> hey everybody, RC Alienation version 2.0. <clears throat> That was not a good start. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Two point. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. All right, let's try, let's, let's try this again. <laughs> All right, here we go. There's the awkward silence. <laughs> oh, crap. What am I going to say? I knew it was coming. <laughs> So there Who's I was. Lying was it? <laughs> so a priest and a, and a rabbi yeah. walk into a bar. Walk into a bar. There I was, pinched down with this squishy shit in my butt. And <laughs> <laughs> I think I now have the first clip. Oh, oh it went down You're real quick. You're gonna have quick. to do a, a a beep over the over that. <laughs> Electrics for people who can't work the pitch stick right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Nice. Nice. You guys know that. that? Hey, everybody. RC Heli Nation version 2.0. This is one. <laughs> this is not a good start. <laughs> this is one. This is one. This is one <laughs> okay, of my many first takes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, you know what? I'm wearing Ninja Turtle pajamas. They fly like little girls, and then oh, I need a 200 amp BSC because I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Nick. Exactly, dude. <laughs> Freaking I'm Nick with Maxwell you. flies with a Castle 120. I'm I mean, with you. hello. Guys, can we take a second? And no one has told me where Nick is at. He's camping. It's Damn, tough. what a tool. Yeah, you tell him that. He's he's douching around out in the forest. <laughs> he's douching <laughs> What's he doing out there? I'm sure that's exactly what he's doing, just he's, going around in the forest. He's douching around in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> no, come on. You guys come up with some content here, bitches. <laughs> Well, if you guys need you know, Doug and I to pick you up anything on the way through Colorado, just let, let us know. We'll take care of it. There's a possibility it'll make it on. Wait, you edit? But, I thought I just sounded like that. No, I make you sound sexy. <laughs> so here's the deal. Do Nick, you make me go sound ahead sexy? And just, no, you already sound sexy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that was. That was. All right. I I W I I bitches. I think someone assassinated Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that is an unhappy cat. <laughs> Locked in a bedroom. Probably gonna shit all over everything. <laughs> That's what I do when I get mad. <laughs> is that what you do? <laughs> Just drop trow and let it go. That's right. You're going to lock me in here? It's the first thing that comes to my mind. You know? And borderline I mean, gay, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, are you getting pleasure from yeah. that? Uh, maybe yes. we don't want to know how you I'm pee on your sure cat. I want to know about what's going on with you and your fucking cat. 
<laughs> yeah, she's good. <coughs> There's a lot of things about this that just aren't right. You guys mm-hmm. ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Check, 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 check. All right. Let's turn my gate up just a little. All right, here we go. You're going to bring your gay up just a little? <laughs> Just turn that little knob. <laughs> let, me, let me just reach over here. Turn my gay up just a little. <laughs> it's go time. I feel you're a little just, low on the I'm gay. coming off a little too just rough. I gotta, I gotta sweeten it up a bit. <laughs> oh wait, now I'm too hot. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> you guys done yet? All right, let's do it. One seventy five, right? One seventy five. Yeah. Brap, 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 brap. Yeah. Brap, brap, brap. And then did he do it after that? <laughs> shift it, shift it, shift it. Brap, <laughs> brap. <laughs> And then when you get it on the rev limiter, it's like, <laughs> and this look of complete ecstasy on your face. It's like, there's that itch scratched. I couldn't believe that. And then if you plug it, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Oh my god. <laughs> and then if it goes real bad, you just throw a rod. <laughs> You're like <laughs> And you know what way? <laughs> clean Help. up, clean up, Help. aisle four, clean up, aisle four. Get the pick crew in the sh- Bring the hook. This one ain't rolling back. Oh, shit. I, I bet the itch is gone, though. <laughs> yeah. You certainly don't want to stick your finger back there before it or you'll blow your fucking hand off. <laughs> oh. oh, shit, I'm dying. <sighs> <laughs> All right. I have no voice. Oh, uh, wait. <clears throat> Here we go. All right. <clears throat> Still like a cross between right. Rock and Alanis Morissette. <laughs> you guys need to stop. Oh jeez, Nick! I was starting to sound like I used to. Shit! Crap! That's all it's gonna take, too. (laughs) Right after the intro, it's coming, Dan. (laughs) Be warned. We're never gonna get to the intro. Here we go. Here we go. All right, one seventy-five. Right? Yep. Don't do it. I swear to God, don't do it. It's gonna start. It's gonna start as a growl. Just <laughs> all right. Here we go. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 
can't do it. I was waiting for you to do it. <laughs> no, I did it. Right. I wasn't going to do it. Okay. All right, here we go. <clears throat> here we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you sound good, probably. Right? <laughs> I'm not a fancy person. Brap. 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 I'm not a fancy person. Brap. Brap. Brap.